0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 536 and Van Halen with to Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, hey, hey. I got you got it? I, I got, got it. it? I got it? I got it. You got, I got it? it. I got we got it. it. All right, we
1: got it. Hey, it's going to be uh, sunny and a high of uh, 63 today. How about
0: that? That's not a bad start. No. Listen to this. Yeah. Today, there's a very good possibility of open line Fridays. Uh, I, I
1: I would say there's 100% possibility of an uh, open line Friday.
0: And uh, if that don't grab you enough, because it always grabs me, mm-hmm. uh, State Senate candidate Bill Johnson will be here. Tremendous Bill Johnson. Tremendous Bill Johnson. Yeah. He's uh, already been endorsed by the governor. Well, so, uh, take I mean, that for what it's well, worth.
1: Well, you know what? Why do we even do the interview then? <laughs> I don't <laughs> What do we need to talk to a politician for? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean,
0: they asked, and uh, you know, we said yes. And, right. You know, there you go.
1: I'm going to call him Tremendous Johnson. I have to just assume, yeah. Uh, we're also going to talk about Kanye West. This, this, uh, this is getting a little out of hand now.
0: It might be time to put the uh, yeah to really dive into that one. So there's that and other stuff this morning too. It's five thirty-seven. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. New England Patriots football. 552 and Hart with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: It's going to be uh, sunny and high of 57 today. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 61. It is 37 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house.
1: Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Hi, I'm Matthew Perry. Here's how I make myself relevant again. I start bringing up stories about other big stars from 30 years ago. In his new memoir, Matthew claims that he uh, made out with Valerie Burton Ellie at her home while she was still married to Eddie Van Halen. Really? Not, not only that, that, but Eddie was there passed out drunk 10 feet from them.
0: Yeah, see, that's the best time to go swooping down on someone else's wife.
1: It happened in 1990 when they were on a very short-lived sitcom together called Sydney. Matthew calls it a long, elaborate makeout out session and says Valerie's marriage was troubled at the time.
0: So that doesn't give you the right to step in and uh, take care of that. What, what part led you to believe that it was troubled? The fact that she wanted to make out with you while her husband's passed out on a couch? Yeah. Matthew was uh, seriously into Valerie, but the next day on set,
1: she acted like nothing happened. Matthew said he was devastated, but luckily the sitcom got canceled a few
0: weeks later, so he didn't have to see her anymore. Devastated? Yeah. And what are you talking about? Dude, you're you're like, a, at that point, a no-name actor. Yeah. And she's married to the greatest guitar player alive. Yeah. What was she thinking? Why couldn't she just leave him and go with you? Well, she had a... She had a moment of weakness. I'll say. Uh, I mean, at that point in his life, he brought nothing to society. And she actually may
1: have confirmed Matthew's story. She posted a TikTok with text saying, quote, anyone misbehave in their 20s and early 30s? Are you mortified that he's bringing this up 30 years, 32 years later?
0: You know, the weird part about it is, uh, you know, I was a uh, uh, young man uh, in my youth. You were? Uh, salivating over Valerie Bertinelli for many years on that show. Oh, well, one day at a time. One day at a time. Uh-huh. Thinking in my head that this is a pristine and virginal woman who could never possibly be stained.
1: You're talking about she was the she was the troublemaker on that show. She was the one always getting into trouble.
0: No, no, no. That was you're thinking. You're thinking of uh, uh, Mackenzie Phillips. No, no, no. It wasn't. She uh, wasn't. They both got into high jinks together. Mackenzie Phillips was a bad seat. You know who her parents are. Yes, she was very close with them. Very close, very close. But I always uh, had uh, i don't know. Obviously, I, it's a false perception. I thought Valerie was like the the perfect young lady forever.
1: Well, now your dreams are ruined cause of, cause I'll of, say. because of—I'll say—because of Matthew Perry. Um, yeah, he's just bringing—he's bringing all these celebrities out. You know, I wonder who the next one's going to be. First, it was—he was uh, the was Keanu Reeves, who had nothing to do with whatever he was doing, and then uh, now it's Valerie Bertinelli. Who's next?
0: I don't know. I hope he just goes a little soft on Schwimmer.
1: Schwimmer? Schneider? Oh, David Schwimmer. Oh, no, yeah, that's right. I was, I'm was. i still back at one day at a time.
0: Well, I can see why you'd be stuck there, mm-hmm. but I've already
1: moved on to friends. Elon Musk says Twitter won't become a free-for-all hellscape under his watch and wants to make it a, quote, common digital town square where a wide range of
0: beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner. Nope, well, that's the end of Twitter. I was going to say. <laughs> So having, just, it, having it being like an electronic cesspool yeah. is what makes Twitter so much fun.
1: Uh, you know, you know what it is. You know, it's like, uh, I, I, from what I was listening to, he wants to make it much like Reddit, where Reddit is Reddit is pretty much run by the people that that submit to it. Sure. You know that you can volunteer to be a, a moderator for some of these categories. That's probably what's going to happen here. That's not going to go very well,
0: at all. No. No. Um, and again, the reason why people use Twitter is for that very purpose.
1: Well, we'll find out some other new social media site to jump onto. There you go. Christina Applegate is getting ready for her first event. She, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. She posted a, vo- a photo of different walking sticks to choose from, calling it her new normal. That sucks.
0: Yeah, it does suck.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, Bud Bundy's coming to town. Uh, The week before the marathon. (sighs) I know. I wish it was, like, after the marathon, because he's one of these guys that uh, won't do an interview earlier than 1 p.m., so we're going to have to, like, do some sort of, like, Zoom call with him.
0: Why is Bud Bundy's schedule so full, but he can't do something earlier than 1?
1: Because he lives on the West Coast, and he feels like he's more elite than everybody else.
0: He's Bud Bundy. I know. Apart from coming to Springfield on a Saturday, what in God's name has do you, he done? Do you even know his real name? David Faustino. Oh, okay. At least you knew that. But if of... I just said, if I just mentioned David Faustino, 98% of the people are going, who? Yeah, who's, but if who? I said Bud Bundy, yeah, who doesn't right. know about that? Ashley Judd says grief causes clumsiness and
1: several members of her family fell and had accidents after Naomi Judd's death. Ashley herself broke her leg over the summer and an accident she blames on grief. Did this whole uh, talk about grief—it's actually a pretty interesting uh, video to watch uh, about her talking about mm. that because she's she's right. It does give you kind of like a brain cloud kind of thing.
0: Is it grief or just it, well? I mean, the the fine fin, line between grief and loss because you could, yeah. I
1: well, don't know. I don't know. Uh, it just sucks either way. So because I, I get uh, a brain fog if I lose my keys. Well, I get a brain fog from uh, smoking a big fat joint, too. But that's a that's a welcomed brain fog.
0: Not for the rest of us who've no. got to deal with you for the rest of the day.
1: Netflix is filming Princess Diana's final car ride for the crown at the Paris tunnel where she died in that fatal crash back in 1997. But sources say they're not going to recreate the actual
0: crash. I don't mean to be a, a spoiler. Yeah. But I think she dies what? in the end. What? You they ruined I, it for did me. Did I ruin it?
1: You did. Sorry. Actually, that uh, that ruined my night so many years ago.
0: Yeah, kind of... I don't want to say it ruined my night. I mean, it was sad and everything. Yeah. It was a terrible tragedy, but I think I rolled over and went back to bed. I was in a bar
1: in New Jersey trying to hook up with these uh, this chick. This yeah. To a, her and her friend. Well, the friend was just going to come along. And... Uh, they were so upset about the death of Princess Diana over the TV at the bar that uh, my hopes and dreams were shot. That was the end of it. Never happened. Man, yeah, that's not right. Hey, by the way, uh, Kim Kardashian uh, was hanging out with Haley Bieber to offer her support after Kanye made a remark about uh, Haley's bad nose job.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. She must have have something to say.
1: Oh, my God. The last time I had a nose job was when Ray J. Muff snorkeled the skin, stinky Dempsey in that sex tape you can purchase on porn for thirty nine ninety five. A stinky Dempsey. You're going to have to look that one up I yourself.
0: I am going to look that one up myself.
1: Caitlin? I never had that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once had a piece of the bloody cheesecake. You know, it's fresh when a restaurant when it comes out with the the cherries right on the top. (laughs) I used Mr. Kleenex to wipe the snot clot locker. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I got Ronald McDonald's smile from the undercarriage fish fillet. (laughs) (laughs) Who puts ketchup on their fish fillet? That's a good question. Well, it's not that bad, actually. (laughs) Kanye? I think, I think maybe I should just not say anything for a while. Really? Yeah, I'm going to be riding around on my ecosystem out in my ranch out in Wyoming with my
0: 76 Raptors. How many Raptors? 33 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> she took half of them. She took half of them Raptors. I don't like it no more, Baxie. It's okay. Now she's going to take my dignity. Oh, yeah. She's the one who's going to walk away with that.
1: That's a Hollywood tea. rajor I'm not going to do to I- bring. And now, Vax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, and Craftsman, Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Folks, remember the days when the worst thing that could possibly happen to you in a relationship was coming down with a simple case of herpes? Man, those were good days. We lived such a simple life back then, footloose, fancy free. Today, however, there are much worse things you can get from other people terrible conditions, many of which I can barely pronounce. That's because people are a filthy species, loaded with contaminating conditions that are gross, unsightly, and possibly dangerous. Which is why it seems like such a long time ago that a good old fashioned STD lawsuit has been filed against a professional athlete, it almost feels like we're welcoming back an old friend when it happens again. This week a lawsuit in Florida, a woman identified only as Jane Doe, which I assume is not her real name, has filed a lawsuit against Miami Dolphins cornerback Zavian Howard, claiming that Howard intentionally gave her an undisclosed and seemingly uncurable venereal disease during a multi-year sexual relationship. Ms. Doe is seeking damages up to $30,000, and according to the lawsuit, Zavian spread this allegedly sexually transmitted disease in March of 2021, approximately one year into their relationship, suggesting that he caught it from somebody else, brought that infection back to her place, left it there, and didn't bother to let her know about it. The woman claims she could have only contracted this condition from Xavier Howard, and that there were no other gentleman suitors knocking on her door other than Xavier Howard himself. Folks, I feel like I've been whipped into a time war. We haven't seen these kinds of lawsuits in years. That's because many people have discovered something called condoms and their ability to prevent spreading the number of any grisly diseases, including the very condition that Xavier Howard gave this poor woman. Now you have three people walking around with this thing. You got the plaintiff, the, the f- defendant, and the lady that gave it to him. And I'm not even going to try to speculate where that lady got it from. All I know is that in this day and age, if you're not wrapping things up, then you are playing Russian roulette with your penis. And that, my friends, from a public health perspective, is a dangerous way to go about your business. But hey, never mind my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You paid your house this year. But what's it going to look like in 10 years? Well, with Benjamin Moore paint, it withstands the sun, the wind, and the rain, and the snow without losing any of its color, texture, or vibrancy. Go for long-lasting quality. You'll find Benjamin Moore paint at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock It's 614 and Thin Lizzy with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be uh, cloudy or uh, partly cloudy today with a high
1: of 63 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 57. It's 55 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Got uh, open line Fridays coming up uh, a little bit later on this uh, this morning. And also Bill Johnson running for state senate around uh, 845, 850 this morning. Tremendous Bill Johnson. Tremendous He's Bill Johnson.
1: He's going to be here uh, in, the stu- in the studio? Or on yeah, the in the studio. Oh, how about that? huh? Uh, this whole Kanye West thing, you know, he's, he's lost, uh, he's lost quite a bit of money in the last couple of weeks here with, you know, his remarks. He, um, he indicated on, uh, Instagram, I believe it was last week that, uh, he was going to go DEFCON three on Jewish people was one of the things that he said. Right. Um, uh, and that kind of started a chain reaction of all these companies that have business relationships with him and severing ties with him. You know, there's been a lot of talk about his mental illness, and he, he has been open about the fact that he's bipolar. And he also, you know, said that he stopped taking his meds a few years ago. And, you know, <clears throat> bipolar disorder can bring you to a, a, a super high mm-hmm. or a super, super low. And, and everything in between. I'm not really sure, though, that <laughs> blaming mental illness is the reason for his downfall. Anti-Semitism and mental illness are not hand; they don't go hand in hand with each other.
0: No, but the uh, the public professions of anti-Semitism or racism of any kind and mental illness. You know, I mean, you to me, you'd have to be certain a certain level of uh, mentally ill to think that you could get away with that, and to think that there are people out there that you're connecting with. In this regard like he's convinced when you hear interviews with him now Mm -hmm. you can you can see in his head he really thinks he's connecting with with people but what he's saying is so outlandish and outrageous you know he may just be an a-hole but I think the mental illness plays a big part in why this is happening.
1: Well but but I think he's also giving he's hurting people who actually are dealing are struggling with mental illness because it's basically just giving him an excuse to be an a-hole by saying well he's mentally ill. And if that's the case, then why are you
0: severing ties with him rather than trying to get him help? Because the the organizations that are severing ties with him, Adidas, some uh, of his other endorsements, uh you know professional athletes that were, you know, using him as their as their agent, the, the Donda Sports, yeah. like uh, like Jalen Brown and stuff like that, or Aaron Donald. Um, you know, everybody is very concerned at that level about their reputation, especially as it results in, you know, business and endorsements and all that other stuff. Your reputation is really all you have, ultimately. And if your association with this guy is damaging that reputation, then you have to make some tough choices. Now, it's different if he were going out and behaving say like britney spears did several years ago or amanda bynes you know not that long ago too but when you're going out in public and you're making these kinds of outrageous statements that are flat out offensive to large populations of the world i don't think you have much of a choice than to distance yourself or remove that uh that agreement
1: but you're talking about a very lucrative business deal let's say with adidas 250 million dollars they were making yeah. off of the deal that they made with him you know he his deal was worth you know they're saying his net worth was over a billion dollars with that with that just that one company wouldn't you as a company go okay you know what there's a lot of talk about mental illness let's try to get this guy some help and let's try to try to smooth this thing over if that's the excuse that you're going to use, that he's mentally ill. I don't understand why you, Oh, I mean, it's typical of how people react to people who have mental illness. We don't want it, nothing to do with you. We just – we'll just uh, shun you away.
0: I – yes, you're, you're right, but I think it's different when you're going out there and you're offending – you know when you're making these anti-semitic statements you know all all of a sudden you're not just someone who needs help you're someone who needs help but you're problematic too some and 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 they're not always mutually exclusive that way but you know from a public perspective i understand why adidas doesn't want to get involved in this this is really something that his family should try to deal with they should be the one trying to section him and get him the help he needs right now he's resistant to to therapy and to, to medication and all the things that were helping him along the way. You know, there's a there's a vicious cycle about, you know, medications yeah. and mental illness where people feel like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good right now. I don't need all this medication. So they stop taking it. And what winds up happening is the reason they're feeling well is because they're on the medication. It's not because okay. they need to be weaned off. And I think what you're seeing now is a guy who is either, uh, either abruptly dealing with uh, with the side effects of of being off his medication Saying things that I don't even think he realizes he's saying because I think he really Believes what is coming out of his mouth and I really believe he thinks that it, it's connecting with people The, the mental illness thing. Listen, it, the, the guy clearly needs help But not everybody's going to want to stand by his side if he's going to make uh, statements to this to this level
1: no, but it's a catch twenty two. You can't say, "Oh God, we got to take care of the people who are mentally ill," and then shun the guy by by not help by not offering any kind of help to him. No, I get, I get it, I get that. But it's but, like, and, but again, but I also don't believe that you know the anti Semitic remarks that he makes is. Directly connected to his mental illness. I, if, if you feel that way, that's the way you feel. Well, let's let's look at it from. Let's
0: just take Adidas because the most you know recent example. Is it their responsibility to get him the help he needs? Is, is it is it them? Adidas. Yes. If Adidas wants to continue a, a
1: great relationship that they had, obviously making two hundred and fifty million dollars a year off merchandise, right then wouldn't you want to step in and go, hey, you know what? This is a great thing going for our company. This guy has proven himself time and time again that people buy his stuff, that that people you know, buy his clothing line, and we have the rights to sell that brand of clothing.
0: I'm not saying it's right. I just know that the way corporations tend to deal with these kinds of situations is to back the hell out of it because the ramifications of people saying, well, you guys are clearly in support of this anti-Semitic, Uh, Endorser of your product. Uh, You have a business partner who is, you know, making these statements on on Twitter And it's getting worse and the statements he's digging himself deeper and deeper into this rabbit hole If you're adidas you're thinking hey, I can't afford to have Listen, it's one it's It's one thing to You know remove this guy from our from our uh, Agreements I'd much rather have that than have all of our customers think that we're you know an anti-jewish organization. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is a dangerous position to take. There are other people in his life. You would like to think who would take more responsibility for getting him the help he needs. I don't know if that's uh, the responsibility of a corporation.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not really buying into the whole, uh, you know, he's mentally ill. I think he's just an a-hole. I think that's what it comes down to. Uh, I think he's both frankly. Well, but there are how many, um, my point being is how many mentally ill people that you know that are anti-Semitic? You know,
0: plenty. They're not. They're not. It's just, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it, was, it's not, I mean, you're kind of arguing different things here. I mean, yes, he's, he's, but he's that's making these statements, but he's also mentally ill and he wouldn't be making these statements if he were healthy. How do you know that? There are plenty of people out there that are not mentally ill that still make those kind of statements. True, but either he's an idiot And doesn't realize the the nature of its offense Or there's a mental problem that is in his mind justifying Why it's okay to make these professions publicly on on twitter and elsewhere And I don't and I don't think that A a, a guy who is mentally sound would make those kinds of statements. I think someone who is healthy realizes there's a time and a place to be an a hole, and this is not that time or place. But that's what I'm talking about. You're making it look bad for other people who are dealing with mental
1: illness each and every day. Right. Not everybody who deals with mental illness has these but, views, but when you blanketly say, well, you know, that's what happened, that's but the perception a, yeah, of but it, what people get. But in like, a crisis, oh, mentally ill, he's saying anti Semitic
0: stuff. But in a crisis situation, which I think this guy is in, in a crisis situation, he's not thinking about. You know, how his influence on mental illness is going to affect people. He's he's in his head and only in his head. I don't think he's thinking about any ramifications. And I think if you if you look at any of the uh, the interviews he's done, he seems to be genuinely surprised that there's this kind of outrage about what he is saying, which makes me think he's lost in in a crisis situation in his mind right now. And to me that that says mental illness has taken over any sort of rational thought with him because a rational person would not be saying these things in public. Whether or not you <laughs> believe them I don't even think I don't think is the issue. But you
1: can take any number of people who say outrageous things in public and not label them mentally ill. There are people who say things every single day that people get offended about.
0: Sure. But you're but you're also but I, but your know, mental illness has a, a wide spectrum. It's not just bipolar or you know, schizoaffective you know disorders or mood you know person you know mood or personality disorders. There's a lot of of things in between, and I think what you're seeing now is the is a guy going through that Britney Spears and Amanda Bynes moments where you know they are on the edge of a total collapse. Things are falling apart around them and he's not taking any of the responsibility for himself he's not taking responsibility for his health he's not taking responsibility for the things he says but has he ever done that no he hasn't right. but, but but the thing is prior to this he's been relatively healthy I mean you could, and people have been making the argument that he's a genius for years and he may very well be do you think buying- in, in business and in music and in marketing it's hard to deny the guy. He's a talented, talented person. guy. Yes, of course he is. But, but he's going through a serious
1: mental health crisis. I think Adidas is going to need a new sponsor. Hey, what's Mel
0: Gibson up to these days? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's trying to find out what to do with his InfoWars uh, membership. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, uh,
1: come on, Kanye, come on over here.
0: It's 626 with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. It's 629 with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102
1: going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 63. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 57. 55 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Got open lines coming up after 7 o'clock. And Bill Johnson for state senate Trem- after 845. Tremendous Bill Johnson. Tremendous Bill Johnson. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he wants to be known as that, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, why not add an adjective to the street signs?
1: Listen, uh, when, you, uh, when you say, well, I want to go on that show with that guy that tells dick jokes all the time you really you you're really, uh, you're, you're really uh, setting yourself up <laughs> you know what i mean we do it to all of them it's not like we're just picking on this guy yeah i know
0: i know so that's uh, coming up a little bit later on It's 6:30 news is 6:33 we're back to Nagel and Rock 102 it's time for news and it is brought to you by Xfinity Mobile's biggest wireless deal yet get two lines of unlimited just 30 bucks a line per month Here's local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Max. East Longmeadow Police are asking for the public's help
1: in locating a vehicle after a deadly hit-and-run crash on North Main Street Thursday evening. According to East Longmeadow Police Chief Mark Williams, police and firefighters were called to North Main Street near Spite Arden around 6.20 p.m. for a report of a bicyclist hit by a vehicle. The bicyclist was taken to Bay State Medical Center where he later died from his injuries. Police identified the man as a 62-year-old Springfield resident. Police believe the suspected vehicle left the area immediately after the accident. A witness told officers the vehicle may be a dark-colored sedan or crossover-type vehicle. It was last seen heading south on North Main Street towards the Center Square Rotary. Jesus. Yeah. Again, with the hit and run. You know, they're still looking for the guy up in Hadley who hit the kid. Uh, that kid's still in the hospital. Um, and it's been happening all over the uh, all over the place. It,
0: well, you know, not for uh, the center of town in East Law Meadow for pedestrians. I mean, you know, the idea of walking around near that uh, near that rotary. Yeah. I mean, there are designated there are designated areas for, you know, for crosswalks, but it's still the da- It's still a dangerous intersection. Well, this gentleman was on a bike. Uh, yeah.
1: Either anyway, but still it it's yeah, it's really not pedestrian friendly. Uh, anywhere along north main street
0: at at least once i mean i I go through the rotary all the time but at least once a week there's somebody driving that has no idea what the hell they're doing Uh, in that rotary whether they're going the wrong way or whether 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 they feel like they're going to yield somebody else's right away i mean people just do not understand how to navigate through that thing
1: i just i saw somebody uh I think it was What's the one With the high school Is on Maple Street Maple All right. So I saw somebody Come up Maple Street And then Oh wait a minute No She came up Shaker And then Took a left Into (laughs) To get to Maple Street Yeah Without going around Without going around Now this is before This was a few years ago This is before They fixed that Like It was like That divided median Thing there So they fixed that But still I'm like Whoa lady What are you doing
0: (laughs) Like (laughs) Oh my God!
1: I don't understand how people don't understand the, the like the direction of a rotary, how a rotary works.
0: I saw someone coming down from uh, Pleasant Street, yeah, and rather than turn into the rotary, mm-hmm. they just kept going straight towards Maple. Oh, well, yeah. that was a
1: good that's choice. A, that's how you get
0: there. Yeah, never mind all the signage around yeah, there. Like
1: cut out the middleman.
0: No, I no. don't think you're supposed to be cutting out any middlemen in that situation.
1: A uh, Vermont man was arrested after state police found drugs hidden in the trunk of his vehicle following a traffic stop. Uh, according to state police, troopers were observing traffic along I-91 northbound in Greenfield around on Thursday around 8.25 a.m. when they clocked a gray sedan traveling over the speed limit. Troopers uh, searched the vehicle registration and discovered the owner had an active warrant from 2011 in Holyoke District Court. Troopers followed uh, behind the vehicle and conducted a traffic stop officers confirmed the driver was 39 year old Brandon Lee of Milton Oh Brandon Lee, the guy who was in uh, in the crow yeah
0: well he's dead isn't yeah he, he yeah. didn't uh, he didn't finish the filming of that
1: before well yeah because he was arrested on drug charges. No ah. well before the vehicle was towed, troopers did an inventory search of the vehicle and found an unusual amount of clothing and footwear in the trunk of the vehicle. Hidden in the clothing, uh, troopers found $2,000 in cash and five plastic bags containing 125 grams of cocaine and 11 grams of fentanyl. Those are some nice clothes. (laughs) A lot of pocket space. Uh, Again, if this man had gone to the Steve uh, Nagel don't-get-your-ass-arrested class, Mm -hmm. uh, he would have known to not drive the vehicle while you have an active warrant out for your arrest and, uh, and stop speeding on the highway. These are all the helpful tips that I could make money off of.
0: You know, the more and more we... Uh,
1: I'm giving them away for free. I'm giving free advice over the radio. Right. I should be charging for this.
0: The more we dive into this possibility, the more it makes sense to me. Like, we really need to do something. Uh, multiple agencies were conducting an
1: investigation in Ludlow Thursday morning. The 22 News crew could see agents with the DEA as well as Ludlow police outside of a home on Munsing Street. Uh, so a spokesperson for the DEA said they couldn't comment on the investigation. Oh, guess what? Guess what we saw? We saw the cops. We also saw the federal cops, too. I bet you there's drugs in there. Yeah, I bet you that's what they're looking for. Why didn't you ask him questions? I did, but he said no. He wouldn't answer my questions. So I'm just going to make assumptions of what's going on in there. This is a like drug bust. Huge drug bust. Wild drug bust. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that
0: is them working for you.
1: Uh, they contacted the uh, Hamden County DA's office for more information, and uh, they told them, Get out of here, kid. <laughs> get out of here, boy. You're, you're, on need, you're on a need-to-know basis, and right now you don't, you don't need, need to, to know. know. Uh, residents in Massachusetts can no longer throw away textiles and mattresses and waste disposal beginning on
2: Tuesday morning.
1: morning. On November 1st, Massachusetts is prohibiting items such as clothing, footwear, bedding, towels, curtains, fabric... And similar products from being thrown in the... Excuse me. Thrown in the... Oh, Let her rip. A little coffee. Uh, A coffee belch? A coffee belch. Um, yeah, uh, you can't throw any of this stuff away anymore. 95% of this material can be reused as clothing, converted into wiping cloths, or recycled into new fiber-based products. Well, so let's go stop th- throwing your clothes away. Go, go through the list of things we can't throw away. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. What did I just, I just had it. Oh, yeah. Footwear, bedding, towels, clothing, uh, curtains, fabric, and similar products from being thrown in the trash. Can't do that.
0: Well, what, what am I supposed I mean, how, how do you go and recycle a pair of pants?
1: Well, they're asking you to donate the clothes
0: to a... Uh, Listen, like a... Like a If I'm wearing a pair of pants, right, and let's just say, hypothetically, I blow out the crotch, okay? Like, I just, for whatever reason, I sit the wrong way and rip. Yeah. Blow out the crotch. I'm going to donate that to somebody else so they can walk around in pants with a blown-out crotch? Why can't it be used as a set of rags? Rags. You
1: don't believe you could use rags as, you know, clean wiping cloths?
0: I suppose it depends on the fabric we're talking about. I'm um, pretty sure if it's a, a cotton pants, then maybe. But if I'm dealing with, say, like a non-breathable uh, synthetic fabric, I don't yeah. think you're getting anywhere with that. I usually throw that stuff away, too. Of course you do. But of now course. you're not going
1: to be able to. You're going to get fined if you do. They'll never take me alive. Well, they could find out who you are. Yeah. I don't know about that. You know, they uh, that's pretty easy to find out where, where trash came from. Because most people are dumb enough to throw, like, an envelope away with their name in it along with that trash. Right. So that's how they, that's how they get you. you
0: what the- I, th- I think I threw a pair of uh, uh, pants away not too long ago for that same exact reason. Broken zipper and I blew out the crotch. I got so much going on down there that uh, you know, I was unable to hold all, of all I got to give. Uh, you got so much going on down there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking What's about. What's going on down that's there? That's for me you... to know and you not to
1: find out. Uh, I like to burn clothes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just take a gasoline and a match. When you say you like to burn clothes, is that to uh, get rid of evidence? Maybe. Or have I seen way too many Dateline episodes? I was over at this uh, this uh,
1: this guy's house, uh, Mister Gacy, and he was telling me how to how to get. <laughs> How to burn clothes? You know, you get yeah. bloodstained clothes. Uh, let's say you're cutting up a deer. Yeah, you know, you get bloodstained clothes. This guy was a real clown, by the way. Oh yeah, and I, uh, he bet. taught me how to how to how to burn clothes.
0: You know what burns head. up pretty well? What large clown shoes? Yes, they're, they're
1: yes, actually they like do. an accelerant too. Uh, there are a lot of criminal repeat offenders. Everything from serial killers to seasoned bank robbers to people who just can't stop speeding. But this is a little weird. You ready? Two years ago, a thief in Chicago named James Killingsworth was arrested after he punched a woman in the face during a robbery attempt and kicked the cop in the groin while he was being taken into custody. He finally got out of prison last Wednesday, and just six days later, this past Tuesday, he was arrested for once again punching a woman and kicking a cop in the groin. Oh, boy. The woman is fine, and so is the cop. But James was charged with a felony aggravated battery of a peace officer and misdemeanor battery. You know, if you can't behave
0: yourself... Listen. If you must hit somebody, avoid kicking a cop in the crotch. Well, you shouldn't be hitting anybody. You no, I, hitting. I totally agree. But if if you have no other choice, if it's a matter of you know hit or be hit, don't kick the cop in the crotch. No, they don't really care for that. They don't.
1: And you know what? Uh, you might accidentally, you know, as you're being transported back to the jail, uh, have to go down a bumpy road. Where you're not strapped in.
0: Yeah, over and over again.
1: Or the cops stop short. You know. Yeah, oh, well, right. You
0: see a phantom deer. Sorry. And you might, you might accidentally fall on, say, like his nightclub.
1: Yeah, and all of a sudden you got an imprint of that cage that's in the back of his car. Yes. Yeah. That's, that is that correct. That could happen to you. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 61. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
0: Oh yeah. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock It's 649 in the Rolling Stones with Baxter Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, mostly sunny with a high
1: of 57. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: You know, when you're uh, checking out the daily podcast after the show because you may have missed something and you were, uh, you're dying to find out what those things might have been, mm-hmm. check out uh, Baxy's musical podcast while you're at it, too. Great guest this week, Mark Wasserman, the author of a book called Ska Boom. It's a great book about uh, American ska music. And uh, real fascinating stuff. But next week, I'm going to be talking to this woman, uh, Rosie Crane. Rozzy is an emerging artist. It's kind of like a, a departure from what I normally do. Mm-hmm. But this woman was uh, was discovered by Adam Levine from Maroon 5. Mm-hmm. She wound up singing backups for Don Henley for a while. She's got a brand new album coming out called uh, Berry Deluxe, which some of the songs were re- uh, produced by Nile Rodgers, who doesn't work on anything unless he thinks it's going to be a really big hit. Okay. She's been on Jimmy Kimmel a couple of times. Actually, it's a really interesting interview with a from with a woman who is many people are banking on to be the next big thing. So that's uh, that's going to be on uh, rock102.com, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Spotify on Monday of next week.
1: All right. That All right. sounds pretty damn cool. That's right. I'm reading this story here about this uh Kentucky doctor sanctioned for improperly looking at files of women he might want to date. Regulators placed the license of a Kentucky doctor on probation for improperly accessing medical records of women he might be interested in dating, hmm. the Kentucky Board of Medical Licensure uh, ruled this week the case against him, uh, Doctor N- Quang. How do you say that last name? N G U Y E N. Is it uh, Gwyn? Gwyn? Is Gwyn. That
0: his Gwyn? Gwyn? Gwyn?
1: Anyway, the case against Gwyn uh, started with the grievance from Dr. Joanne Phillips Wood of Deaconess Hospital in Evansville, Indiana, where he practiced. Uh, the grievance said that on July 28th, two reports were generated in the hospital's computer system indicating suspicious activity by Win. Uh, according to the order, one report indicated Win had accessed mental health records. The hospital found other instances of access to medical records between July 15th and July 28th that couldn't be explained. Every time, like a medical professional goes into those those records, yeah, it's marked like this person was looking at this thing. Like you can't just pull up information about somebody, especially when they're not even your patient.
0: Kind of like uh, taking, like, microfiche out of a library.
1: Yeah. you, you got, got to it. sign up for it. Wynn said he looked at the charts of people he was interested in dating, and then Wood told the investigator, and the hospital suspended him. And his uh, his response to the board, uh, Wynn acknowledged accessing records of people who were not his patients, but he said he didn't recall looking at as many records as the hospital alleged. Well, it's kind of like Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you don't even realize how many profiles you're swiping through yeah, before maybe. you find the right one. Uh, Wynn said all the instances related to women to to be related to w- to women. he was potentially interested in meeting through online dating applications. So he would find these people on dating apps, and he'd go, all right, you know what? I'm going to go look her up at the hospital, see yeah. what she's got. Oh,
0: it says here she's got gonorrhea. I think, gon- think I'm going to swipe left on that one.
1: I would, uh, my love, my desire burned for her, much like the burning I would ex- soon experience after our lovemaking session.
0: Gonorrhea!
1: Um, yeah, you know, it's it's an interesting uh, thing. You don't know who's looking at your stuff when you, when you have all this protected mm. information.
0: See, I haven't really been on any of these sites, so I don't really know how they operate. I don't know if there's, like, a profile description of this person, which I assume is... You know, largely uh, fabricated information. But uh, it would be interesting if you could put a few of your your medical conditions in the profile. Yeah. Just to give people a better understanding of what they're really getting into.
1: I have vaginal mesh. Swipe left. You know, you move on every time you see something there. Hey, let's be honest right
0: up front, you know here? They've got uh, irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, I think I'm going to swipe left yeah. on that one too. Yeah, I can't trust a
1: woman who can't eat a poppy seed. That's just that's just not. But <laughs> well, that's diverticulitis. Yeah, whatever. I dated
0: diverticulitis last week. Oh, but. but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but I rem- I remember years ago being at a bank. I was at a uh the CIS Bank. Remember the CIS Bank? I, SIS, yes. Yeah, and it was inside the the Wall Bombs on Cooley Street. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: and right. There, and
1: there was these two hot bank tellers that worked there. And I would be like every time I'd go to the, I would specifically go to that branch going, "Oh, cuz they're so
0: pretty over there." Right? Yeah,
1: right. And then uh and then this guy, this like good-looking dude Walks away from the counter. Right. And as I'm filling out my uh deposit slip, I hear these two ladies talking to each other and they're like, looking up his information. Ooh, is he oh, he's married. Yeah, he's married. <laughs> yeah. You know, but think about <laughs> think about how much people how much access people have to your personal information sure. that right. know about you. The people at your bank know all about you.
0: When, whenever you, know? you get introduced to somebody or someone yeah. starts talking about somebody yeah. in either glowing or negative terms, right. how often do you go on Facebook to look them up just to see what they yeah, really are all the time? You always
1: have to go and find out what kind of person is this.
0: I can't, like in, like in news stories, yeah. I hate to break it to you people. If you're ever comm- committing a crime, guess what? Steve and I are looking you up on Facebook. That's right. Every single yeah, time.
1: We're, we're looking to see all the dumb stuff you did. My perfect example was that father and son crew out in Palmer years ago who <laughs> <laughs> were drinking natty ices on the train tracks, and I think dad's leg got severed by a train. Yeah. Yeah. And we looked up his profile. And we looked up the profile and there was all these pictures of them like stacking beer cans on yeah. train tracks with like, with two legs. Yeah, it was like if only had somebody had seen the signs <laughs> of what was going to happen. Maybe this man still would have had his leg. It's not even like, you know, you can't even tell anybody, "Hey, uh, uh, somebody pushed me in front of a train." Oh my god, really? N- your Facebook pictures uh, look like you were laying down on the tracks. Had <laughs> who who pushed you on the train, St. Pauli girl? Yeah. It's, but but that's what we do. We, wow. We look you that's up. That's what we do. Yeah. So commit a crime, and we will be looking at your Facebook
0: profile. <laughs> it's 656 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, and Craftsman, Rocky's Outdoor Power
2: Trifecta.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, in the world of professional sports, there is nothing more humiliating than a three-game losing streak. Sure, there's always your standard four- and five-game losing streaks. Those aren't a lot of fun either. But in order to get there, you have to start with a three. And no professional athlete likes to have to deal with the additional math. Nevertheless, when Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got hosed by the Baltimore Ravens last night, 27-22, it represented the first time that Tom Brady has dealt with a three-game losing streak since 2002. Can you imagine that? You're talking about something that hasn't happened in 20 years. That is back when the Patriots went on a terrible stretch of shocking mediocrity that saw them lose to San Diego, Miami, and then to the Green Bay Packers. The Patriots finished that season with a 9-7 record and failed to make the playoffs that year. That came just one year after the Patriots won Super Bowl 36 against the Rams, back when Tom Brady was just 25 years old. Months later, they managed a mind-jarring losing streak that Tom Brady has never been able to duplicate until this very moment, just as the Buccaneers are on the cusp of a total collapse. Did Tom Brady have a game, a bad game last night? No, not really, he still managed to throw for over 300 yards, but this is Tampa's fifth loss in their last six games, and quite frankly, when you haven't had a three-game losing streak in 20 years and your marriage is on the brink of collapse in part because you just love playing football so damn much and you're on the edge of not making the playoffs just like you did in 2002, that I cannot help but think that Tom Brady's really not having a whole lot of fun right now. And while I'm not going to tell the man how to manage his career, I find it hard to imagine that playing until the age of 45, like you've always dreamed of, has really been all that worth it. Because I certainly wouldn't be having a lot of fun right now. And by the look of your puss after that 27 to 22 point loss, being Tom Brady kind of sucks. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You know, there's a reason why October is fire safety month. Furnaces, heaters, wood stoves are all firing up. Go to Rockies for smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, and fire extinguishers. Get instant savings right now with your Ace Rewards cards because fires can happen. But so you want to protect yourself and go to Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax, that's my music rock at 710, and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's
1: going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 57, tomorrow more of the same with a high of 61. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open,
2: Open Live Running! Meow,
0: meow, meow, meow. 293-1021 That's the number for Open Line Friday Keep your Kanye West style hate speech Off this show Call the Kellogg crew instead They'll love that stuff over there
1: I don't like fish
0: sticks See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so no profanity, no hate speech Phones will be blowing up in just a matter of seconds here. I'm feeling very confident. Once people realize we're actually doing this. Oh, hey, look at that. There you go. There's a
1: call coming right through. There you
0: have it. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi,
3: this is Jeff from Milwaukee. How you doing?
1: Good, (laughs) Jeff from Milwaukee.
3: Hey, so you guys were talking about how to get rid of clothes. And, uh, Steve, I know your friend Gacy was uh, burning clothes, (laughs) but the best way to get rid of clothes is put it in a barrel of acid. You
1: get rid of them very quick. <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
0: It's a nice, quick way of doing it. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate yep. the, uh, a good the tips. Have yeah, yeah. good Good advice. Good sound advice. 293-1021. I think I read that in Better Homes and Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Tom McDonald. How are you? Good, Tom. It's uh, Bax and Nagle. What's going on?
3: Yeah, I just had a quick question. Uh, you know the doors break on through to the other side, that song? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, how, how come you guys don't play the unedited version of that?
0: Uh, what uh, unedited version are we talking about?
3: The There's a line in the song that says, She gets high, and you guys never play that version where...
1: Well, you got to remember, man. These th- these are all things that we have zero control over. These are done by a oh. corporate yeah. entity. They are t- we are told what to put in, and we are told what to play. And
0: in fact, here, here's the thing: had you not said something Nobody about would. it, I wouldn't even have noticed it. That's that's how <laughs> unconnected we are to that kind of situation.
1: Oh,
3: okay. Yeah, the corporate world kind of runs
0: everything now, doesn't it? Oh, well, it does it ever.
1: Well, you'll be able to hear some deep tracks, though, <laughs> later on this week
0: on
1: Rock 102. <laughs> Thanks for the call.
0: Oh. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
3: Hey, good morning. This is Eric.
0: Hey, Eric. What's up? What's up?
3: Hey, so uh, two things, I think. Uh, whoever the clown was a couple weeks ago that talked about the Costco turkey bacon. Yeah. Uh, not so good. Not so good. I... I tried it on the grill. I even cooked it on the grill to try to make yeah. it taste better.
0: Yeah. I mean, did you really have high? Did you really have high expectations that the turkey bacon from Costco was going to be better than real bacon?
3: If one of your viewers says it, I'm going to believe it. <laughs> have you ever met? Out it's not true.
0: Eric, have you ever met any of our uh, viewers? Our viewers. Our viewers. Because I've no. never been yeah. to a block party or whatever event. You yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. just you know stay away because I think you'll be once you realize the kind of people we're dealing with, you'll say, oh, yeah, no, I shouldn't have listened.
3: Hey, that's me you're talking about, dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what was the second thing you
3: had? Uh, the second thing is uh, I want to give a shout-out to all the hospice workers out there in Pioneer Valley. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Very good. Thank right. you very much. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
3: Hey, it's George from How hey, are you guys.
0: Hey, George. George, what's up?
3: Hey, um... Yesterday, I believe, you guys were having a conversation, and uh, you in particular, backs, were complaining about uh, Halloween costumes. And um, I had a couple great, simple ideas for you.
0: All right. Um, Lay on me. You,
3: well, you could dress up in your pajamas and use a robe, and all you need to do is carry a pipe, and you're Hugh Hefner.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. Interesting. See, see I told and him then- to put, put the robe on and call himself a morning guy.
3: Well, that's two. And the other thing oh, is um, you can easily get a, a, a shirt made at, at the Ingleside Mall that just says Peter, Peter. And you could have your uh, spouse, Jenny, dress up as a pumpkin. And that's an easy idea, too.
0: Wow. Are you suggesting that I would be eating pumpkins in a public place at the expense of my um, wife's dignity? Hi, sir, I'm, I, I'm I, just, I bristle I'm at your just, insensitivity. Uh,
3: I'm just giving you an idea. You can do what
0: you want with it. Yeah, well, I guess what I'm going to do with it.
3: Okay, put it in the trash. Thank you.
0: He already tried that. He kept choking on the seeds. That's right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Joseph. Hey, Joseph, what's up?
3: Um, I want to tell you about a scam I, I saw yesterday at Stop and Shop in Chicopee. Okay. About 1:30, 130, we're cashing out. And one of the clerks came over and told the, uh, the cashier that we were at that an elderly woman in a parking lot was getting into her car when the man knocked at the window and said, Your back tire is low. And when she got out to look at the tire, the guy grabbed her pocketbook and took off. Really? it's oh, a yeah, great way to pick up a few bucks. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I can't believe the, how they're picking on the elderly woman.
0: And I see, you know, they're, they're easy targets. That's yes, the problem. They are. Yes, they are. All right, well, thanks for teaching us all how to, yeah. <laughs> how to steal Our a course. purse a purse. Thanks for the lead. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Rock, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Tony from Enfield. Hey, What's up, Tony? I want to know why,
3: once in a while, a lot of radio stations play a song below tempo. And then they speed it up like halfway through the song. Have you ever noticed that? You just did it with Aerosmith.
0: Uh, no. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> Is it a computer right, what, glitch or you know, what? You know, what are you listening on? That makes a big difference. On I'm, I'm regular car radio. On a car radio. I th- I think yeah. I, I do think there's that digital signal because it's always like a delay. There's always a delay between what we're saying right now. People are getting this like what? a minute behind by the time they actually get to get to the vehicle yeah that's that that's a possibility but
3: right it's like the drum it's like the drummer slowed down his tempo and the band had to follow him you know what i mean yeah i i I know
0: it's steve steve may be right it it could be the 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 delay that you know sometimes it regenerates and catches up uh to itself right and that typically happens during like music if that happens at all i i
3: yeah, I, I know that one of you guys played the drums, and I don't know if you
0: lost tempo or what. Well, yeah, I'm not, not playing drums. There. I'm not playing drums here, though. Well, I I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, understand. I, I
1: I do know for a fact that the other radio station that I worked for. I've only worked for two. Process of elimination. Right. But they, in fact, do speed up the music. They speed up the music on purpose because collectively, yeah, for all- more. For more- more commercials right, right? For, because collectively all day long and it's and it's you know obviously hits music that they're playing so you're you're you're, you're it's just it's scooping it out it's just spitting it all out in, yeah. in order to make collectively throughout the day more time that you can uh you can put commercials in that that's how it
0: that's right yeah. there you go it's all about the, we it's don't intentionally the dollar, we
1: d- yeah we don't intentionally do that though
0: no, if okay. we're, we're going to play a song that's the slow and depressing, say like uh, you know Sugar Mountain, you're going to listen to it yeah. at its real speed. Actually, why don't you play Man on the Silver Mountain? I never hear Ooh, that on the radio There anymore. you go, go Rainbow. Ahead. That's a good one. There you go. All right, We'll
1: pal. play that right after that new version of uh, The Doors. We'll
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right, thank you. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
4: Hey, this is Rick. How you doing?
0: Good, Rick. What's up?
4: So, uh. You know, that last story there about the Chickabee, or one of the stories there about the Chickabee woman, uh, 22 News just had it. It said something was stolen from somewhere. Um, You know, continuing with their great broadcasting. So. (laughs) Well, that uh, that makes um, a lot of sense. What about? I was wondering, um, you know, you guys are very giving. So, uh, how about let's make the. uh, Bring a big bucket and we'll just dump our clothes off at the. Mayflower Marathon. What do you no, think? No, M- not M- not. Be happy because, with
1: that? No, because we are not a clothing uh, receptacle. Yeah, maybe we'll do a clothing
0: drive yeah. later in the year, but not uh, with the Mayflower Marathon. Let's let's keep it all focused, because otherwise, what we're gonna uh, have man, is like a bunch of underpants. We have we have nothing, we know where to put.
4: Uh, my size fifty twos could go to somebody who really needs them. Thanks, oh, I guys. bet. <laughs> all right, <laughs> wait
0: for later in the year. We'll do a uh, we'll do a clothing drive. So good. All right. All right thanks, there man. There you go. For all the struggling, uh, you know, fat, sh- fat guys. You, uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
1: Hey, this is Nick from West Springfield. What's up, Nick from Nick, West Springfield? Turn,
0: t- turn your, radio your radio down. down. please. Yeah. Okay. I'm what's... just
3: calling to make a confession here. Okay. Um, I was at the uh, supermarket the other day, and I saw an old lady with a very big purse, and I just happened to tell her that she had a flat tire <laughs> and I ended up doing her purse, so
1: uh just looking to get her information, yeah. trying to return that to her.
0: Yeah, yeah. I get it. Well, um, well hopefully, uh, hopefully someone will alert the lady. We'll yeah, <laughs> that we that we may have a connection. Yeah, hopefully. All right, all well, right. Thank you very much for the call. Thanks. Right. Rock one hundred and two. Hey. Good morning. Who's this? This
3: is James and Morgan.
0: All right. Uh, how are you? What can we do for you?
3: I just wanted to say, we, we love the show. Like, we just do
1: it every morning. Oh, it's two people. Oh, it's two people. Yeah, James and Morgan. I thought it was not like James, James Morgan. M. Morgan. Yeah. Like he was going to give his entire no, name. It's James and Morgan. Well, what, well, what are you guys doing? I don't know. Wait,
3: I'm on my James is on his way to bring Morgan
1: to work. Oh. No, well, very come, good. How come James can't bring himself to work? Wait,
3: uh, how come Morgan can't bring himself to work again?
1: Uh, who, 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 who who why can't the person who's uh, getting the ride
0: can't bring themselves to work
3: uh, it's a complicated situation yeah, that's oh
0: I yeah, that's, yeah i think that I always yeah. the way well thank you very much for listening have a great day at work
3: you too thank right. you for uh, awesome and entertaining us on the way to work thank, thank you, you.
0: Appreciate, appreciate it I love uh, that. rock two. good morning who's this this is
3: carrie Hi. i'm in three rivers
0: okay oh. carrie how you doing
3: i'm doing
0: <laughs> what's up
3: i just want to go ahead and say that i'm a good fan. i enjoy listening to the guys in the morning and i'd like to make a request
1: all right but uh, what, what, do you wanna, what do you want to hear
3: i would love to hear pat benatar's hell is for children
1: See, I would think somebody from Three Rivers would say, please get me out of Three Rivers. I thought that would be your request. Yeah, Yeah, but everyone requests that song. That's
3: another story. That's another story. All
1: right, we'll play that right up after the doors, okay?
3: I appreciate it.
1: Thank you.
0: All
3: right,
0: thank you. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
3: Hey, this is Mark from Wilbraham.
0: Hey, Mark Mark from from Wilbraham. What's up?
3: Hey, I just wanted to make a comment about the lady who got her purse stolen cuz she had a flat tire at Costco. Yeah. Yeah, if uh, if she only used textmefortires.com, com, she would still
0: have her purse. Okay. All. Okay. Thank well, you. Thank, thank you very much. It's that's a good public safety uh, idea there. Brock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Brian. Hey Brian, what's From up? From West Springfield. Hey, I just
3: wanted to talk about during the week you were uh, Saying how high ticket prices is ridiculous, how expensive yeah. they are. Yeah. The problem is, if you people are still going to buy them, that's there's so many people out there that want to go, and there's quite a bit
2: of money out well, there. And
1: so. and that was my point was that people, you you got to stop buying the tickets. If you're gonna if you're willing to pay five hundred dollars for a ticket to see Blink One
0: Eighty Two, you're an idiot. Yeah, I simply. agree, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. even if you we were going to spend five hundred bucks on a good band you're kind of being an idiot yeah yep you're right i would never do it no me neither once they get above 100 bucks that's out of my reach even 100 bucks depending on the show is too much money well yeah depending on where you sit you know yeah absolutely all right we appreciate the call thank you thank you all right uh rock 102 good morning who's this well, that oh was the end of that. That's yeah, too bad. Did well, they all just drop? They all dropped at once. I don't know what happened. Maybe, Everybody was calling. Maybe because they know it's
1: 723 and we should be ending this bit anyway. Oh,
0: well, there you go. Oh, we how about that? How about that? Oh, what a very
1: you successful open line. You were having, such, you were for having such a great time, you I, didn't realize what time it was. I was going to stretch this
0: thing out and squeeze this thing for as long as that I could. It almost
1: seems like a computer glitch that they all dropped at once. Doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems weird.
0: A computer problem? In Here? This building? Here? At, at Rock 102? Find that hard to believe. It's 724 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. GG. It's 726 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. By the way, tonight, uh, tomorrow night is uh the Halloween celebration at the Rumble Seat. I'm going to be there from 9 to 11 as the Rumble Seat hosts a very exciting and lucrative costume contest. There's prizes for. Sexiest, best coupler group, funniest, most original, scariest, and a two hundred and fifty dollar cash prize for the best overall costume. Come in costume. is no cover charge. It's the Halloween celebration tomorrow night at the Rumble Seat with me on uh, Springfield Street in Chicopee from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. All right, you're gonna you're gonna go as the Morning Man, aren't you? I don't know. I, I gotta I gotta try to squeeze into that Devo costume. I'm not uh, I'm not putting the Pope costume off uh, off the table completely. If I can't fit into anything. That's where I'm going. Going back to the Pope. You can always rely on the Pope. It's a great costume. It's a perfect costume. It's an easy costume. It's easy. Every size fits. Perfect.
1: Listen, if you don't do that morning man thing, I'm going to do it next year.
0: Oh. Is that a fact? Yes, that's a fact. You're going to rip off me, my idea? I'm not going to
1: rip it off you. I gave you the idea. And I appreciate it. And then you're not going to use it. If you're not going to use it, then I'll use it.
0: Well, I'll have to see whether my robe fits in the same way the Devo costume fits. I'm sure the robe fits just fine. I don't know. It's been a long time since so I've tried to wrap that robe around me. That would actually be uh,
1: really comfortable. You put on pajama pants, you put mm-hmm. on a T-shirt, you put on a bathrobe over it, and uh, you walk. And you put a shower cap on your head, and a and hold a cup of coffee. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, you're a morning man. Yeah. Get it? Yes. Which makes sense. Okay. And the t-shirt underneath
0: will be the Rock 102 t-shirt. We'll see how it goes.
1: How okay? We, how can, can we get Rock 102 embroidered on your
0: bathrobe? Not so soon. Uh, you never know. I don't know. There's a, there's a time frame dealing with, uh, I'm dealing with right now. We have news. It's coming up next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Will have plenty of sunshine this... 732. Oh. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news, and it is brought to you by Jay Meagle Roofing. Visit J. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. East Long Middle Police are asking
1: for the public's help in locating a vehicle after a deadly hit-and-run crash on North Main Street last night. According to East Long Middle Police Chief Mark Williams, uh, police and firefighters were called to North Main Street near Spite Arden around 6.20 p.m. for a report of a bicyclist hit by a vehicle. The bicyclist was taken to Bay State Medical Center, where he later died from his injuries. Police identified the man as a 62-year-old Springfield resident. Police believe the suspected vehicle left the area immediately after the accident. A witness, is, a witness told officers the vehicle may be a dark-colored sedan or crossover-type vehicle. It was last seen heading south on North Main Street towards Center Square Rotary. 6.20 um, p.m., it's pretty dark out. You know, it's getting dark.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I just—
1: And you're not going to be able to identify if it's a
0: dark-colored SUV. It's going to be hard to identify that uh being unique i know but you know if and, and, and god forbid you ever get into a situation like this if you hit somebody you don't keep driving you know i mean i, I know some people get you know <coughs> frightened or maybe there's reasons why they don't want to get caught by the police or whatever it may be but you know what there's a certain amount of um compassionate humanity that says i should probably take responsibility for this and you will also be looked at in a better light
1: when you do stop and do that
0: yeah the law you know? does not uh f- does not look kindly on someone who drove away from a potentially fatal accident in this case it was fatal
1: yeah it's a, a horrible situation it's yeah. uh, just another one of these hit runs uh, throughout the area that we've been dealing with around here after a 10-day search here's some good news Uh, For 16-year-old Colleen Weaver, the Raynham teen, was found safe in New York City last night. The Raynham Police Department collaborated with the New York Police Department and the FBI in locating Weaver. According to a press release from Raynham Police, they said Weaver was found through investigative means. We're very glad to have found Colleen, and she'll soon be reunited with her family. This was the best possible outcome we could have hoped for, and I want to commend the tireless efforts of our dedicated police officers and partners in the NYPD and FBI who helped to locate Mm. her. It's been a trying couple of weeks for everybody involved and I want to thank everyone who assisted in the tremendous effort.
0: It's interesting. I mean, uh, not only I mean, I'm, I'm glad she was uh, found. That's uh, that's good news. It's the first time we've done a, a story from that town in maybe years. Yeah. But uh, that, that town's not too far from where I grew up. And uh, there are some people that pronounce it Rainham. Some people pronounce it Rainham. And the people that pronounce it Rainham, their justification is, have you ever gone to a restaurant and ordered the Am and eggs? No, you have not. Okay. So they but say the H is a, the H. It's not
1: the same word.
0: Hear me out. Hear me out. Some people will say Rainham, and that's okay. Okay. The, there are some people who say East Longmeadow, and that's not okay.
1: You know what? Uh, we have this sense of arrogance about us. That who? live, live us? in New England. Yeah. The ones are like, oh, how could you not pronounce Worcester uh, the, the right way? You pronounced it Worcester. Well, that's the way it looks. We don't if you don't live here and you don't live in the area, of mm-hmm. course you're going to pronounce it that way.
0: Look at the town of Leicester. Right. Doesn't even look anything like Leicester. How about it's the town of Reading? Reading. Exactly my point. But yet R- Rainham can got go either way. Right, that's the, like one of those towns that no one cares enough about to really get it right. Woburn. There's only one O. Yeah, I know. Should be, Should Woburn. be Woburn.
1: Whoa, we're pronouncing it wrong.
0: I know, but that's not the way we do it. We're all messed up. Or Chicopee.
1: <laughs> Actually, I heard somebody say that years ago. Chicopee. We had a we had a broadcast uh, teacher t- and he was teaching us about this. Uh, talking about knowing your local audience when you do broadcasting. Right. And he played this clip of this news clip from this guy in Minnesota talking about Westover Air Force Base. And he said Chicopee, Massachusetts. Now, the people of Michigan probably don't, you know, there's probably somebody out there that heard of it going. That's not how you pronounce Chicopee. But who cares?
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. Who really does care?
1: You know, it's. And, and, well, I'm and sorry it, I brought it up. And then you get these snobs who, you know, this East Longmeadow thing. You say East Longmeadow. It's, at least it's East, East Longmeadow. Longmeadow. Come on,
0: really? Really? I uh, I find that argument to be uh, inadequate.
1: That's like uh, the people of Huntington. They don't pronounce the T. Sometimes. It's right. Huntington. Yeah, I know. Like weird.
0: Yeah. We got a weird sense of pronunciation around here. Bunch of idiots. Going on. <laughs> you want to throw down and start throwing haymakers all over the place, doesn't it? Yeah. Fall leaf cleanup. How you doing on that one there, pal? I have hired a man to do that job. Oh, you did? A real live man and with what, equipment and skills. And what does he do with those leaves when I he picks them up? I said, this is what I said. I said, listen, you could blast all that refuse right into the woods yeah. for all I care. But he hasn't done the fall cleanup yet, so I don't know what he does.
1: Find out soon. You just got a bunch of leaves all over your property right
0: now. Yeah, they're falling pretty thick right now. Fall leaf
1: cleanup is a seasonal ritual for many people, but some experts say you might want to think twice before rushing out with your rake. It's that time of year again. Green lawns are now covered in hues of yellow, orange, and red uh, from the leaves that have fallen as landscapers and homeowners alike rush out to clean up. Homeowner says what? What? Oh, man. Got you again. Uh, some experts said it may be best to keep leaves on the ground. That's because about 8 million leaves end up in landfills, according to the National Audubon Society. Uh, once the highway in Germany?
0: That's the Autobahn.
1: Oh, isn't that what that is? No,
0: that's the Autobahn. They're more concerned with, like, nature and stuff. Once in landfills, leaves often don't receive enough oxygen needed to
1: decompose and will end up releasing large amounts of methane which we can use to
0: power things.
1: Hey, I got a news for you. Yeah,
0: there are but, times when I release a large amount of methane, too. Yeah, nobody uh, nobody turns that into any energy. <laughs> Nothing productive comes from that. Didn't last year we have a conversation of, of a news story that said that it is recommended that you not pick up the leaves and uh, that you mow over them? You know what?
1: That's exactly what I've been doing. I tried doing that whole. Uh, I I have this uh, leaf vacuum thing right. where it's supposed to go on your your mower and it, it, but it's like this clunky like thing. It's a kind of a pain in the ass because you got to empty. I I I have too much to pick up. Sure. In order to use that thing because you're you're emptying it too frequently because the thing the, the basket on the back is very small compared to how much you would need you know you do two or three passes in a in a field then right. you, you know you forget about it but if you so, mulch that stuff yeah that's all i do now i just keep going out every other day and i'll run over it with the lawnmower and just chop it up real fine and then eventually it just goes back into the soil
2: yeah it's I've good gi- it's all that nitrogen yeah, it's good given,
1: for the soil i have given up on this uh the idea of having this like grass course lawn and you know it, it's that it's it's not it's, it's more not, hassle than it's worth. It's not attainable because it's very expensive to do. All right. And it's also time consuming. I don't have that much time. I'd rather be uh, driving around in circles smoking joints on my lawnmower. Yeah. Uh and chopping up those leaves than picking them up with a
0: rake. You know, the other thing is and you got to consider this. Yeah. If you really want your lawn done well, you also have to spread chemicals on your lawn. Yeah. You know, pre-emergence, uh, you know, uh, you know, grub killers, that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's all chemicals. That's yeah. all dangerous. And you, that's you, you don't want to expose your body and and uh, and, and your respiratory system to those kinds of dam- damaging chemicals.
1: No, and you can, and you could probably do that with uh, some natural fertilizer. Absolutely, uh, that stuff that comes from the uh, Milwaukee—it's um, fertilizer for your lawn. Yeah, but it's human waste. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, and it comes from Milwaukee. It's, it's a uh, lot
0: of human waste in that city.
1: I can't remember the name of it. It's some. Sp- it's specific brand, but it's a. It's it's a human waste. Anyway, Interesting. And a, and if you step on it, it looks like you got poo on your shoes. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. But you should see how green your lawn is.
1: Yeah, I, I'm all about mulching them right up and putting them right back in the soil. That's probably the only way to do it.
0: Yep. You know? It's the only way to really keep up with it, because you know, listen, you're gonna be you rake one weekend, you're gonna be back there five days later having to rake it all up again. That's what happens. Yeah, you know, your hands get blistered. You know, if you got like arth- you know any arthritic pain in your hands, yeah, you, know, you can't get rid of that. Forget yeah. it.
1: And I got woods around me too. If I if I have to blow any of them, I'll just blow them into the woods. The trees like that kind of thing.
0: You're talking about the leaves, right?
1: Yeah. The trees like uh, the fact that you're bringing back <clears throat> to them their uh, yeah. their dead children yeah that fell off of See, them.
0: See, this is why I much prefer to hire a man to do it, so it no longer becomes my responsibility. It's the man's responsibility.
1: Does, uh, does someone in your family have a bad habit that's so out of control that you hide or take it away from them? Hmm? I actually can't say there's one that sticks out. 64-year-old woman in North Carolina didn't like her father drinking Diet Mountain Dew. So she took four bottles of Diet Mountain Dew outside, grabbed a revolver, and opened fire. Right. That's, a, that's a little bit much. The woman doesn't live in the middle of nowhere. She was in a residential neighborhood, so neighbors freaked out, called the police. When they showed up, she told her about her father and all the Mountain he drinks. In a Facebook post, the police said they issued a citation for an undisclosed amount and said what, that uh, while they totally understand that not everyone likes Mountain Dew, shooting at bottles around others' homes and people is dangerous. And, they, and then they headlined it, please don't do this. DEW? Oh, <laughs> they, man, those very cops clever. are so funny.
0: Yeah, they are. I think they're bored, and that's uh, that's why they make jokes like that.
1: You know, uh, I think I shut down the guy in Westfield. Really? For, for like a couple of weeks there, there was all these like uh, zingy, zangy, you know, puns and posts uh-huh. that they were releasing from the department. And then uh, now that has seemed to have died down after I said, uh, what, do, what do you got, uh, red buttons over there writing jokes for the Westfield police? You
0: know, it's possible, Steve, that uh, you had no influence on that whatsoever.
1: I, I like to think that I did. I shut down the comedian. Well, yeah, That's well, not what I wanted. I wanted more jokes. Yeah. And I wanted to help write those jokes.
0: I, you know, I think that would be
1: a great gig for you.
0: You know, find a public information officer yeah. and say, hey, I'd like to write jokes for you.
1: Yeah. That would be my new marketing campaign. Yeah. My new marketing business. My name is Steve Kept, my last name, and uh, <laughs> I'm here with a marketing business uh, to tell you uh, how to run your police website.
0: You know, Jay Leno used to charge people five bucks per joke to yeah. write for him. So if he, if he did one of your jokes, he'd give you five bucks. All right. And so- you know, you're nowhere near uh, the same level of talent or notoriety as a Jay Leno. But let's just say you contacted uh, the Westfield police and say, listen, I'm willing to write jokes yeah. for 250 You know, on a comedy scale, that's actually pretty lucrative. You know, that's a fair amount for your, you know, for your joke writing ability. Yeah, I, I could do that. And not just for Westfield. For all of you. You could do it for everybody. I
1: could do, it for, I could do Ryan uh, Walsh's job just like that.
0: Hey, prior to Ryan Walsh getting that job, mm-hmm. people were saying, anybody could do this job. Let's hire Ryan Walsh. Yeah. And look how well he sit. he, he, he yeah. you know, integrated himself into the system.
1: Yeah. Hey, if you can sit there and not give information to people all day long, I'm totally cool with that.
0: But if Ryan were telling jokes... You'd yeah. almost forget all about the fact you're telling us nothing at all.
1: Yeah, let's say, okay, some guy gets picked up for uh, for drug dealing, and then uh, you say, hey, uh, yeah, that's an interesting story, but did you hear the one about the uh, you know,
0: the <laughs> rabbi going into the bar? Did, did you find anything about that drug bust? No, but he did 15 minutes on donuts. That was hilarious. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. I love that horse with the long face joke. It's so funny. That's yeah, a good one. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, <laughs> it's going to be uh, sunny. With a high of 57. Tomorrow Sunday with a high of 61. 36 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on
0: Rock 102.
1: Oh yeah. Discover Sheer Time.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 751. And Eric Clapton's Cocaine in Rock 102.
1: Eric Clapton's Cocaine. You know, I used to we used to do uh this thing called today in rock history. Yeah. When I first started working here. Sure. And I used to have this guy I used to work with. His name was uh his name was Ray, but he was uh, we call I called him we called him Baffo the chimp. He he had this nickname that he got from years ago, right? Right. And uh, and he and I when I wor- I worked at the railroad and I also worked here at nighttime and and he would t- those things that came off the Remember the news press? It would be like all the music facts for the day, yeah, yeah. Uh, today in history kind of thing, and then we would present it in like a little a little bubble. Well, this guy, speaking of writing jokes, we were just talking about writing jokes. This guy would write the jokes for okay. me, okay, uh, on some of the things. And one of them was uh, in this day in rock history, uh, Eric Clapton's uh, "Promises" reached uh, number nine on the on the charts, and, and the joke was. Uh, this was also the ninth time he promised his wife he stopped doing cocaine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, uh, the Mayflower Marathon is coming back three days prior to Thanksgiving. We're going to be at a brand new location this year, the South End Market at MGM. Springfield It's November 21st to the 23rd. The goal is to fill three forty-eight 48-foot trailers. With non-perishable food donations for the open pantry, they desperately need your help, and we want to help them uh, stock up their uh, stock up their shelves. Get your collection going at work or at school, or around the neighborhood, or at home, and donate online at uh, rock102.com. Thanks to all, all of our sponsors, including Capital Moving and Storage, Manny's Appliances, Xfinity, Camping World, West Hatfield, Four One Three Dumpsters, and many more. Get all the details at rock102.com. It's the Mayflower Marathon. Brought to you by Liberty Bank, Gary Rome, Hyundai, and Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements on so Rock One Hundred and Two, Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Are you ready to get crazy?
0: I'm ready to get crazy. Well, we're not. We're just blowing this benchmark. Thing. Fair enough. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock One Hundred and Two. I like the tune of that. Maybe that should be the show theme song. Maybe you know do we uh, do we have more than just ten seconds of that?
1: Uh, well, yeah it's like a it's like a four minute. Uh, instrumental
0: Ah, oh, well then that's uh maybe we should consider it
1: uh clip number one a uh, woman filmed herself using cleaning spray to shoo away a black bear that's only about 10 feet away you ready okay
3: go away you can have the chip bag that's all you're getting you're not getting the rest of this trash uh-uh. you're not getting it i'll spray you with this
2: that's it i'm not cleaning up all this trash not happening go away
1: well, actually, you are cleaning up yeah. all that trash because once the bear goes away after you sprayed him in the face with ammonia.
0: Mm-hmm. Assu- assuming he doesn't kill you before that happens. You know,
1: I uh, I once threw bleach on a mouse when I was a teenager. How'd that thinking work? Thinking that was going to kill the mouse. It, it didn't. It didn't really work. But yeah. there was a mouse probably went back to his hole with his, all this other mouse family. You're like, mm, you're clean.
0: You spill springtime fresh. Hey, you, you bleach your hair? You know, I uh, it's interesting to me how uh, someone like this woman... Is having a conversation with the bear while the bear has no ability to understand the English language. Like you try to, you can try to bargain with the bear all you want. The bear's got only a limited understanding of the language.
1: I'm sorry. No habla (laughs) ingles. I don't understand what you're saying. Yes. If you All could- I know, I can speak potato chip. That's what's on the ground. That's what I see. I speak picnic basket yeah. I'm, fluently. Listen, I might be able to open your car door and swim in your swimming pool, but I have no idea what you're saying, lady.
0: I just see a lot of yap, yap, and you with a spray bottle.
1: Uh, clip number two, a Colorado woman has been essentially trapped inside of her home because the house is surrounded by thick tumbleweeds. Thankfully, her neighbors were able to help her leave her home. Here is uh, Mariless Gross talking about the bizarre situation.
3: I looked out of my bathroom window, and the tumbleweeds kept on jumping up on the window. I opened the front door, and the whole tumbleweeds. I almost ran into the neighbor's fence because I didn't know where I was. You had to fight yourself through the tumbleweeds. I don't know what we're going to do, how we get rid of those tumbleweeds. It's horrible.
1: Right, the tumbleweeds. We've Got to get the tumbleweeds away from the house.
0: Where are these tumbleweeds coming from?
1: They're they're all over. It, I don't know. It, it, it looks is she like, like the only house is dealing with tumbleweeds. It, from the pictures I saw on the news report, it looks like that's exactly what it looks like. It's like you know, all these tumbleweeds are just blowing into. It's like, it's kind of like ocean currents or you know wind changes of anything. <laughs> you know, there's going to be a certain place where the the wind always shifts in one direction. Sure, this, it's covering this lady's home in tumbleweeds. So then the neighbors came out and had to clear them all away. Man, this together. poor lady. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's an elderly lady. I feel bad for her because it's like, you know, you want to go out once a week and you can't even do that.
0: I mean, I feel kind of trapped in my house when the uh, Jehovah Witnesses start knocking on the door. You know, I feel like, oh, if I go out, I'm going to be stuck. I'll never get out of that conversation. Yeah, you
1: don't want to get in that conversation. Just tell them you're conducting a black mass and you're going to look for a live chicken.
0: You know what? I've done that and they don't. Uh, that's not going to be good enough. No, in fact, no, they actually find that to be more of a challenge, and so they try to tell you how if you just accepted Jesus as your personal uh, your personal savior, you wouldn't have to perform the black mass or, or you know, you know burn pentagrams in your backyard. I would be more uh, apt to letting those people in my home if they brought snacks
1: or perhaps a charcuterie board. With dried meats and cheeses. Yeah, that would be
0: good. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing butter boards now. Uh, that would uh, that would be something too. What's a butter board? You take a board, yeah. and you and you put butter on it, uh-huh. and then you put things on the butter, uh-huh. and then you use crackers or pieces of bread to, uh-huh. to take up the butter. Oh, I like that. It's a great idea. That's a great idea. How come we haven't never? I've never had one of those. We should get a butter board. Let's get and a, butter a charcuterie board. board. We
1: haven't had any of these boards. Some food boards would be terrific. Uh, Your final clip, I don't even know what number we're up to because I really don't care. Let's say it's three. Sure. Uh, Three. A Canadian radio host has come out saying that she is the voice used for TikTok's text-to-speech feature. You know when you type something in and then the the voice comes over and reads whatever you have on the line? Mm -hmm. Here is Kat Calligan uh, from Ontario's 91.5 FM The Beat doing a sample of what she sounds like. Yes, I'm the TikTok text-to-speech girl. My name is Kat. I work with TikTok on TTS and other projects. I love working with TikToks. Sometimes you guys make me say some pretty horrendous things. It's pretty messed up. But I kind of think it's funny. I don't mind it at all. You're probably sick of
2: my voice. I'm sick of my voice.
0: Ah, yeah. Every time I hear her voice, I want to pour battery acid into my ears. She must be making a ton of money she, doing that. I'm sure she is. But like, I don't. if you've got a TikTok video and that voice is being uh, used, yeah. I, I swipe up I, I can't I can't listen to that voice
1: uh, I would like to be the voice of some major platform mm-hmm. yeah I wouldn't care if you if you if it annoyed you I wouldn't <laughs> care because I'd be making tens of thousands of dollars yeah. a
0: month As long as you're making bank I suppose yeah. it's, I suppose it's fine but for the average user listening to that woman speak you know in that same cadence with that same rhythm mm-hmm. sounding very happy to talk about some terrible stuff it's this it's uh, it's intolerable.
1: Well, there you go. That's your benchmark for your Friday. It's uh, now hear this. It's uh, 7.59 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
0: New England Patriots football. Every game. Every play. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 8.15 and Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be pretty
1: sunny today with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 61. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, I was reading uh, a couple of these technology stories uh, yesterday. Scientists have achieved a new efficiency uh, record for dye-sensitized solar cells, opening up new commercial possibilities for transparent solar panels. Uh, Basically, long story short, using them in your windows to power your home. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, so instead of having these, uh, you know, panels up on top of your house or panels out on your garage or right. you know wherever or out in a field or whatever, you wouldn't have to do any of that. You just put them on your windows, especially the windows that obviously get a lot of sun. Uh, obviously, it wouldn't be meant for every house because there are some homes that don't have the sunlight uh, available. Right. But- but i could definitely use these i got this room in my ha- like the one side of my house gets like nothing but sunlight all day long
0: are they like kind of like inconspicuously placed like you wouldn't know they're on there unless no, you were it's, told it's this like
1: sheen uh, sheer uh, not sheer but you it's almost like a um like a tint like a window tint panel oh okay but it's got it's it's they're collecting
0: sunlight for solar power interesting i think it's pretty cool i bet a lot of people will uh, will switch to that you know, I, uh, assuming it's uh, reasonable. I, I, I don't... Uh, this
1: whole... Uh, the market on these solar things. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have this... I have solar panels on my house. They were part of the house when I bought it. And it's basically this deal that you make with Tesla. I had to assume the deal. It's like a 20-year deal. And I'm like... Yeah, you'll never make it. 11, 10 years into it, right? Okay. So you got, there's like 10 years left. So basically what, what happens is the solar uh, Tesla... Uh, collects all your energy, sells it back to Eversource, and then if there's any credits left over, you get that on your bill. Now sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. You're in the middle of winter, and you're running, uh, you know, you're running an electric heater or something like that. Your bill is going to be on the plus side, usually about 100 to 150 bucks, which is still cheaper than running power, you know, uh, all the time yeah. with no solar panels. You know, you'd probably be paying five, 600 bucks for the same bill. But it's really, like, I don't own these things. These things are not, uh, you know, once the 20 years up, I'm not even sure how that deal is going to work. But uh, it, I would rather just get the panels outright myself mm-hmm. and and collect the energy. I think there's a lot of these companies that go out and do this. They're making all the money and not really
0: benefiting the, the consumer. The, the problem is... And, and at some point, it does pay for itself, but the cost of owning the panels mm-hmm. is pretty high. Yeah, but and then, that's the thing. But and but once you bank enough energy, it really does wind up paying for. So I just don't, I just don't know what the uh, what, you know, how long it takes for it to really start to evening out. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I know that they're pretty expensive. I know that like if you if I wanted a
1: battery in my home, like, mm-hmm. uh, you want a battery for a backup in case your power goes out. And you can run off the solar power stored in the battery. The battery is $5,000 dollars. know which I, I'm not prepared to do that either.
0: You know, uh, my dad just had to just put on uh, Tesla panels mm-hmm. on his house. Is it, you know is, is there nothing that Elon Musk is incapable is incapable of doing? You know he, he's worth 265 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Everyone's using the Tesla panels now everyone okay it's like uh, it's now the standard now he's just bought now he's just bought twitter he's going to change that up make it less of a cesspool than it has been over the last couple of years he's got the cars the people who have them rave about and even people who don't have them rave about wanting to have a tesla because it's a status symbol mm-hmm. this guy's like yeah you know, i mean how does this one guy do this i don't know and how come guys like us you me some of the other dudes we know don't have this kind of genius we yeah. like between it's probably like uh, like 15 men in this building we put our brains together we don't have like a quarter of what this guy, this guy's got. Yeah. got like our lives are wasted we, like, we do nothing with our lives. And meanwhile this guy's got you with the solar panels the Twitter yeah. the cars uh, he's sending rockets into space.
1: Man, you just brought this conversation down.
0: I know. I was all like, uh, I was on a high going
1: into this whole solar panel Hi. discussion, and you just uh, made me realize uh, how worthless my life is. <laughs> I'm,
0: just, <laughs> I'm just saying, we're just a bunch of underachievers compared to this guy. Uh,
1: well, I mean, he, he the, the problem with these companies is they start owning everything. You know, Amazon now owns Ring. Amazon owns a lot of different companies. The thing, When, when, when do you stop that? When do you stop and say, okay, you, there's, there's, not, there's no room for competition anymore because you've cornered the market on everything?
0: Well, but they could say we only have like 30% of the market, which yeah. is a huge percentage of, mar, uh, of the market. So you're not saying, well, in, and when it comes to solar panels, we're not a monopoly. Yeah. You know, because there's plenty of other, other competition there, but we got our fingers in everything. So it's a diverse company. Tesla I'm just saying it's like yeah, it's owned by one guy and I wish I was that guy
1: yeah because right. I can think
0: of a lot of things I would do with 265 billion dollars yeah,
1: see that's the difference he's taking it and he's doing more uh, investing it into more things you and I would take that kind of money and uh all of a sudden uh you know the people of uh the open pantry would never have to be ever hungry again I got it. We'd, we'd blow all the money. I know. And I'd buy some stupid stuff, too. <laughs> what would you do with all that money?
0: With $265 billion? Yeah. Well, the first thing I would do would probably leave this godforsaken job, because I can't imagine being a billionaire, like a sudden billionaire, yeah. and then going on the air the next day and say, hey, guess what I did this weekend? I just stumbled into $265 billion. I don't think, uh, I don't think that would go, I don't think that would come off too well. Yeah. with the audience i think they would turn on me like you have no uh like it like no low no one's business and i've had quite enough of that already this year yeah. and uh and frankly i don't know i mean i think uh, i think i might move to a more temperate zone uh, yeah. with the you know uh, maybe like a some place that didn't require so much work and effort and uh-huh. maintenance those are the things i'd probably do set my kids up that kind of thing you know what i would do with 265 billion
1: dollars Two chicks at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. that's my favorite line <laughs> from Office Space, where they're talking about stealing the money. And that what's it? What's that guy? He was. Uh, I can't remember his name. I can never remember that actor's name. But he's got that like he was. He played uh, Jethro in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. I can't remember <laughs> I the guy right, anyway. But he was. The, he was the one that they're like. I'll tell you what I'd do with a million dollars. Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> figure a guy like me nobody would want to do me and no two chicks would want to do me right now but if i had a million dollars they would they sure would and that's right <laughs> It's uh, 8.22 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
0: It's 8.26 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 61. 36 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Tomorrow night is the Halloween celebration at the Rumble Seat in Chickabee. I'm going to be there from 9 to 11 for the uh, the big costume contest the Rumble Seat is hosting. will be prizes for sexiest, best couple or group, funniest, most original, scariest, and a $250 cash prize for the best overall costume. So dress up, no cover. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's the Halloween celebration tomorrow night at the Rumble Seat Bar and Grill on Springfield Street in Chicopee with me and the road crew from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. going to be a hell of a good time. It's, it, 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 it's always a good time. And I'm always impressed by the elaborate lengths that people will go to mm-hmm. to put together a costume. You know like uh, like a couple of years ago there was a guy that that came as a video game like one of those old uh you know video games like an, an arcade and oh. the game you could actually play on his costume. See, that's cool. That was unbelievable. Was that the guy who won? How do you not how do you not lose if you're going to put that much work into it? It was an unbelievable well, costume. Because
1: I told you about the guy that got all mad because he didn't win with his predator costume that he took hours to put together and it was very good, but mm. I you know uh I wasn't the judge. It was other people that were judging. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, agreed with the judges that the the guy, the Lego guy was the guy the, to win that.
0: Listen, there are, there are no losers in these kinds of contests. No. There are just people that don't win. That's yes. it. That's all. You, no.
1: will, you will at least walk away with a prize of uh, a compliment from backs. Yeah, I'll say, yeah. hey, that's
0: a nice costume, hey. but I'm not the judge. See,
1: how, that, that, that comment that you just said could stretch a long, long way.
0: Which like, one? When you say it's a nice costume, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I don't want to put a seed in someone's head. Well, Bax likes it, so I, you know clearly I'm going to win 250 bucks. No, but you're not <laughs> the guy judging who the con- uh, no the costume. I, I I refuse to be a judge. I don't yeah. want anyone going back to me and say, "Hey, hawkum look, 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 this costume's not good enough for you," well, and, and then I get rolled out in the parking lot. No, you know, thanks.
1: Why don't you just pretend you're the judge, and then people will buy you drinks in order to uh, you know. Uh, Makeup uh, hey uh, let's butter this guy up we'll buy him drinks you know let's i'm
0: uh, I, i'll tell you why I don't, I don't do that why and it has nothing to do with a costume contest or or anything else but i find now that uh, i set my limits on how many free drinks i will accept in a night okay and it's a very small number so if you're seeing me out uh, tomorrow night at the rumble seat don't don't go buy my don't go buying me a drink buy one for yourself you have fun you should buy Max one too. No, you don't need to do that. Now, if you buy me like a platter of wings from uh, the Rumble Seat, I'll be happy to enjoy them. But you, now, you know, I don't need a drink. You
1: look like a, like an Irish car bomb or a pickleback kind of guy. <laughs> you know, like pickle juice and whiskey.
0: No, I'm really yeah, not. Let's, I, uh, let's
1: put them both together and that, give them the backs.
0: That may be what I look like, but that's yeah. really not me. You look
1: like a Yukon Jack kind of guy.
0: No, I'm not, and I won't be tomorrow night either. That's not. A, I'm not going as a Yukon Jack guy.
1: How about an Allen's ginger brandy kind of guy?
0: No, I think I'm all set.
1: Come on, you, you need to put some turpentine down your throat. <laughs>
0: really? Really? truly don't day 29 news is next to rock 102
1: here's your western mass news first alert forecast a seasonable day
0: 832 We're back to nagel and rock 102 it's time for news and it's brought to you by noonan energy a reliable service for heating cooling electrical and plumbing noonan.com here's local radio icon steve nagel
1: i hate eating on the air yeah it sounds rude and it also sounds unprofessional when you're about to talk about something grim, and I don't want to talk about a grim story. Why oh, I'm going like this?
0: Well, you. Um, but now that you've introduced this, that uh, that you could do that, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to mind if you're chewing through a story because you explained it. If you if you're just doing it without explaining it, then maybe they get upset about it. But what? you're saying, listen, I'm really hungry, or I'm hypoglycemic. I really got to you'll know, feed myself some sugar or i'm going to have like a diabetic kind of reaction. Yeah. You're actually doing something that's actually smart for yourself.
1: Listen, we had this uh we had this uh, lovely guest in here, D Doyle the other day. She brought us some candy while she was here. Yes. Right? And we have this giant bag of like Kit Kats and Almond Joys and uh Reese's and what else is in there? Is that it? Uh the little uh, the little Hershey plain bars, the yeah. plain Hershey bars. So we've uh, we've come up with a hiding spot for this candy. <sighs> what two fat kids don't like candy? we do for sure <laughs> and then uh you know uh you just uh you just uh, said hey you, uh, you want a piece of that candy and then uh, you went to our secret hiding spot you pulled yeah. out the candy and then uh, we're eating candy and then i'm like I, I need another piece i need another piece that's right yeah oh here's our uh here's our friend from upstairs okay all right okay um but anyway uh so i'm like eat, eating this candy Hi, we're on the air. Did you not see that light on that outside? Yes, we are. Yeah.
0: Hey. Yeah. No, it's okay. No, come, it's on okay. Come, come on, on in. In. Come hey, in. Come in. Come on in. Come on come in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Everybody, it's Katie. Hey, How are you doing, Katie? Katie.
1: Katie from upstairs. Sit Hi. down, Katie. Hi. 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 I'm just work? letting you know your interview is here. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, thank come me. Me. on you in. Go, you can send what, them down. That's what's
0: going on in the sales department upstairs?
1: Not much. I just got here.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. How did things go yesterday? Wonderful. Lucrative. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yes. Money coming in. Yeah. Money coming in. Money going out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lot more money coming in, I hope, than more money going yes, out?
2: Absolutely.
1: All right. Thanks for your
0: time. Thank you very much, it. Katie. Good yeah, to see yeah. you. Have a good yeah, night. You nice too. lady. She's Katie. Yeah, nice lady. Yeah, you're a really nice lady. No, yeah, really nice okay. great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oblivious to that
1: red <laughs> sign that says on air yeah, outside. don't worry it. about yeah, it. All right. No big
0: deal. Yeah, what? Big whoop. Anybody can come down here. I don't care.
1: Anybody can come down here? Steve, I'm not
0: so. Uh, I wouldn't invite top- that. I'm not so tied up into the rules where if someone had to, go, was going to say, hey, we got something going on, someone's upstairs, yeah. uh, you know, is going to be on the show, yeah. barge right in here and say, hey, stop, stop the show. The guest upstairs and he's running for state senate. Yeah. Bill Johnson will be uh, in the studio yeah. a little bit later on this hour. Yeah,
1: but let's just paint a picture of what just happened here. <laughs> this young lady comes down the stairs and is waving through the window. Yeah. Now, we both have headphones on. Sure. There's a big red light outside that says on air. Right. Yet, she opens the door anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm I know. Not, I'm not sure where I'm living. Where am I living? You know, some I'm peop- in a
0: bizarro world. Some here. people get all bent out of shape. I you, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm all fine. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to
1: do the grim story because it, 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 it's too light of a mood now. We'll, we'll we'll do the stupid criminal story. Yeah, instead.
0: we'll 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 bring things down when the politician comes. Listen, and yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a Vermont man was arrested after state police found drugs hidden in the trunk of his vehicle following a traffic stop. According to state police, troopers were observing traffic along I-91 northbound in Greenfield on Thursday around 8:25 a.m. when they clocked a gray sedan traveling over the speed limit. I would like to know how fast they were going.
0: Yeah, how much over the speed
1: limit. Yeah, because uh, that's going to give me leeway on how fast I can go. Was it five miles an hour? Mm -hmm. Or was it 10 miles? 20? 30? Didn't say excessive speeding, so I'm I'm guessing it's not excessive. But anyway, uh, troopers searched the vehicle registration and discovered the owner had an active warrant from 2011 in Holyoke District Court. Troopers also followed behind the vehicle and conducted a traffic stop. Officers confirmed the driver of the vehicle was 39-year-old Brandon Lee from The Crow. I thought he had died. Well, his spirit lives on in a drug dealer
0: out of Vermont. You know, if I if I knew I had an active warrant for my arrest, mm-hmm. I would I would set my cruise control for the speed limit and oh, stay really? there.
1: Yes. Uh, before the vehicle was towed, troopers did an inventory search of the vehicle and found an unusual amount of clothing and footwear in the trunk of the vehicle. Okay, you're just putting in this law that you can't throw clothes out in the trash anymore. What constitutes as unusual amount of clothing in your car?
0: Maybe the guy was at a laundromat yeah. doing doing his laundry. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh huh. Uh-huh. Before the big <laughs> Yeah, they found all his clothing, and hidden in the clothing, they found two thousand dollars in cash and five plastic bags containing one hundred and twenty-five grams of cocaine and eleven grams of fentanyl. What recipient at a Salvation Army? wouldn't want that kind of prize pack. You're absolutely right about that. You know, we do Thunderbird Thursdays where you give you four koozies and four seats on the glass. How about a flannel with two grand, 125 grams of cocaine, and 11 grams of fentanyl?
0: And he's got a warrant for his arrest. Sounds like the guy's been framed. That would be a great prize pack. (laughs) You know, next time we're at an event and we bring that Plinko game with us, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Rather than the crummy prizes yeah, yeah. that we normally give away.
1: When we do a work release at the Methadone Clinic in downtown Springfield,
0: come on down. Yeah, your you chance at winning a Spin uh, the prize wheel. You feel you're feeling lucky? Yeah.
1: Your chance at winning a parka loaded with two thousand dollars in cash and five plastic
0: bags of 125 grams of cocaine and eleven grams of fentanyl. Here's the, here's the here's the <laughs> contest. We have a whole basket full of shoes, unmatched shoes. If you can tell us how many shoes are in there, you win the prize pack. Oh, fun
1: times had by all here at the methadone work release. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Multiple agencies were conducting an investigation in Ludlow yesterday morning. The 22 News crew could see agents with the DEA as well as Ludlow police officers outside of a home on Munsing Street. A spokesperson for the DEA said they couldn't comment on the investigation. Oh my God, it was crazy. There was all these cops out there. And not just cops, like real federal cops too. The big boys. Yes, but what was going on in the house? I bet you there was drugs in there because the DEA guy, they don't just come out for a traffic stop. They come out for drugs. It could have been guns. That was crazy.
0: Yeah, well, uh, again, it would be nice to have at least a little bit of information to hang your hat on. Yeah, you know, they, they, they they you know they they pull this guy over with the with the parka and the fentanyl and and uh, and all that cash. Yeah, they'll tell that story, but we'll put a bunch of DEA agents outside of a house. Ugh. Everyone is uh, tight-lipped. Yeah, I, I I I
1: don't know why. Why don't you say yeah? We're picking up this guy. uh this guy's <laughs> got uh, all kinds of drugs in here. <laughs> Let's bring Katie back. What do you say? Yeah, I think Katie's probably the better (laughs) guest this year. And going back to that whole disposing of clothes, residents of Massachusetts can no longer throw away textiles and mattresses in waste disposal beginning on Tuesday. On November 1st, Massachusetts is prohibiting items such as clothing, footwear, bedding, towels, curtains, fabric, and similar products from being thrown in the trash at landfills and incinerators to help put them in the hands of those in need and recycle their fibers into other product.
0: All right, but let's say that you're throwing them away because they're no longer in good shape. You know, like window treatments are expensive. I, you don't have to tell me. But sometimes a curtain gets all nasty and stained and everything. You want to give that to somebody else, and somebody else is going to want that.
1: Yeah, It belongs in a landfill.
0: Yes, of course it belongs in a landfill, or you just
1: burn them, as I suggested a couple hours ago. There you go. You take some, uh, you take some lighter fluid. You put a pile of clothes in the mm-hmm. trash. Uh, or in the, in your fire pit. Uh, light them on fire and listen. Invite some friends over. You got a nice fall, autumn night.
0: You know, when I was a, a child yeah. uh, living in Attleboro, uh, in our backyard, we had an incinerator, which nobody has anymore. I wish I had one. I know. There are times when I just want to burn stuff I own. How big was this thing? It was, uh, I don't know, it was about the size of like a... <sighs> I don't know. Say like I mean like a, a very large gas grill. Okay. I mean it wasn't overly big, but I mean it was it was pretty big. But you, know, you you could burn stuff in there all the time, and it would turn it into dust. Yeah, and that was back before anyone cared about the environment or nature or the ozone layer or breathing. Those were good times, man. You, you all the think about how, all the all the foolishness you have to go to get rid of something in your house. Yeah. If you had your own incinerator, boom, it's gone. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, see, I need to get one of these.
1: If anybody has one of these or knows where I can get
0: one, yeah. uh, you can email
1: me at stevenrock102.com. Yeah,
0: but don't tell the cops because apparently they're illegal.
1: Oh, come on.
0: That's what I've been told.
1: What's illi- I mean, you can put a wood stove outside of your house and uh, say you're just using yeah. it for a firepiece, and then uh, burn whatever the hell you want.
0: I, don't, I frankly don't see the difference between a good old fire pit and an incinerator. <laughs> well, I'm shitty. sure people will call, but you know what? I'm not going to pick up the phone because I don't care that much. A California cannabis company is being
1: sued by two local consumers for allegedly lying about the potency of its products. Jasper Consentino of Long Beach and uh, Blake Wilson of Fresno filed a lawsuit in state court earlier this week accusing Dreamfield brands of false advertising, intentional misrepresentation, and unjust enrichment, among other charges. At issue is the case of how much... THC is contained in Dreamfield's Jeter pre-rolled products. THC is the chemical found in cannabis that uh, gives users, users the high. Is this uh, endorsed by Derek Jeter? I don't know how this this works out, but uh, Dreamfield's markets its products as having higher than average levels of THC, but an independent laboratory test found that the pre-rolls do not have a higher concentration of the chemical. Lawyers for Sentino and Wilson alleged, in one instance, a Jeter product labeled as having THC content of 46% was found to have between 23 and 27%. The consumers are willing to pay more for cannabis products with higher THC content and expect to pay less for cannabis products with lower THC content. That is true. If you w- I'm the kind of guy that'll walk into a dispensary and go, "Hey, what's the thing that everybody says that's too much for them?" <laughs> And they're like, oh, well, it's this, uh, you know, this uh, yeah. you know, blue haze scary dream thing. I'm like, I'll take two of those. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't you
0: yeah. be taking stuff that's just appropriate for the condition you're trying to, to right. quell rather than, you know, can I have the highest amount of THC uh, uh, allowed by law? You know, it is an interesting thing
1: because it's so new. You know, the legalization of this is so new. And, you know, even in California – I know they've been growing it for years, but it's finally getting to the point where you're regulating it. So who's to say who, you know, what's in the product you're getting from any number of these places?
0: but much like so many other great things in the world, more does not necessarily mean better. No. When it comes to cannabis. Like a... It'd be like if you, if you said, okay, uh, I, I hurt myself in, a, in, a, in, a, in an accident, yeah. so I'm going to take a bunch of oxys. And, uh, and you say, well, you know what? If, uh, if these two oxys per day work, imagine how much more effective they'd be if I took six. Well, the world doesn't really work that way, which <laughs> is kind of the same thing with cannabis. It's, you say, well, I'm taking this for anxiety, so I am going to have uh, nine joints an hour. You look like one like those old pictures of the guy smoking cigarettes, like like, like hundred cigarettes in his mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, this would be like you know just like you know fifty blunts in your mouth at yeah. the same time. Okay, that's not going to be any more effective if you just did one. Well, yeah, you'd be getting more THC in your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it made your heart race and you're paranoid and you're you're feeling like you have a heart attack and you're crying mm-hmm. uncontrollably, you may have gone a little bit too far.
1: But you won't die.
0: No, you just wish you were. Yes, that's were
1: exactly what it is. Well, uh, again, uh, just, you know, keep on and smoke on. Smoke on and keep calm. There I you go. That. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. Sunny with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 61. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock
0: 102. Oh, yeah. Let the good time rock. It's 851. And the great Brian Adams on Rock 102. You know, if you uh, said to me uh,
1: last week, uh, hey, next week you're going to be talking with the guy who is the Massachusetts Auto Damage Appraiser Licensing Board uh, appointee by Governor Baker, I'd be like, get the hell out of here, Bex. Except
0: last week I did tell you that. So uh, (laughs) in the studio with us right now, he's running for uh, for state Senate, uh, is Bill Johnson. Good to see you, Bill hey thank you for having me absolutely first of all i want to say uh congratulations on getting the endorsement from the governor that's
4: uh that's very very cool how did uh how did that happen i've been a supporter of the governor for for many years and uh karen Polito, and i uh talked to karen and i talked to uh senator tar and uh, some other senators i know and uh, they put a good word in for me and i've known charlie I've, I've talked with, I've met with, I've been to Beacon Hill. I've met with him in his office, and I'm, I'm very happy for the endorsement. I'm very proud of well,
0: it. Well, and the, the cool part about, you know, for people who may not necessarily be familiar with your career or, you know, what you've done, I mean, that that lends a great deal of credibility to any candidate, uh, especially someone who's not, you know, like an incumbent. You know, the, you're you're running for for state senate, and you were just telling us that the district of this had been Eric Lessers, but they have since changed the parameters of that district. Tell tell us a little bit about what what's going on there.
4: Correct, it's a reshaped district from um, the census, and they've taken away some of Chickabee and Springfield. So it's uh, they've included South Hadley now, Palmer and Warren. It's, there's twelve communities, and I, I really feel I can represent all twelve communities. I used to be a selectman of my town. I'm on the Pathfinder Regional School Committee, which I, I have not I'm not I did not run for re-election. It's a nine community, nine members, so I'm used to dealing with diverse communities. Uh, I'm a trustee for STCC. I've been very involved, and the endorsement from Governor Baker really resonates well with what I've been trying to get across to the voters. We're, we live in such a divisive society right now. It seems like you know it's Republicans against Democrats, and I Actually, I said it in the beginning of my campaign, and I've been saying it throughout my campaign. A good idea is a good idea. It does not matter what political party originates. And I have proven that I can work across the aisle. I'm legislative chair for the Statewide Towing Association, and I'm legislative chair for the National Towing Association. I've been to Beacon Hill. I've been to D.C. I've worked across the aisle, and I will continue to work across the aisle with both parties. You're
0: you're also a, a business owner, like you like you said uh, before, and uh, Bill's Auto Body in uh, on Route 202. Uh, probably should point that out. But uh, but as a small business owner in in uh, in Massachusetts, obviously you're you've got a great perspective on what the challenges are to own a business, to operate a business in this state. And depending on where you are at in this state, certain cities and towns are more business friendly than than others. What as as you try to run for this this seat, what do you see yourself being able to do for people who are running small businesses and and for their employees?
4: I can bring my perspective as being a small business. I have seventy employees, so I've seen the pain of this inflation, the gas, groceries on my employees and on and on our business. Um. One of the things we need to look at is when you're in business, you need to be competitive. And I'll use the trucking industry, for example. Massachusetts is a one of the handful of states that tax what they call rolling stock trucks that do interstate commerce. Massachusetts is one of the few states that tax the parts that go into the repairs of those trucks. So think about if you owned a trucking company mm-hmm. and you wanted to base a warehouse in Massachusetts. If you had the option to go to New York where you're not going to be taxed on the rolling stock and on the repairs, or Connecticut, where are you going to go? So we need to identify and look at why businesses are not locating in Massachusetts. That's the only way we're going to increase our economy. The minimum wage is up around $15. So we're not going to attract small manufacturers that don't pay well. We need to look and find businesses that pay above. I mean, CDL drivers make good money. Sure. So... Those are the type of businesses we need to look at, identify, and say, why aren't they coming here? And maybe we have to change our our policies to attract them.
0: This is uh, Bill Johnson running for a for state senator. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously it's Massachusetts, so you can you can make the argument that maybe one of the reasons why all these small businesses are being taxed is that it's a predominantly Democratic state. Uh, you know, the Democratic uh, you know legislators in the state may not necessarily see that as being a problem for small businesses. They may just have a different interpretation of what the realities may be, but as a guy who's, and, and take politics away from it here for a minute. When you're talking about the people that you, that you are that you're working with and you see the economy going the way it's going, and whether it's fuel costs or parts or labor or any of the other things that, that, that you would be, uh, that, that are part of your business, how do you tell someone that doesn't see it your way what the realities are and convince them of it when you know you're talking about a state where predominantly speaking the people in the in the state legislature are are democrat and may see it in a different different perspective
4: you convince them by having an honest discussion you don't berate somebody. have you ever
0: talked to a politician
4: Oh yeah, I, no, I have. I've uh, I've gotten. I've testified in well, Beacon Hill An
0: honest discussion
4: yeah. with politicians. I, I,
0: My, I've I, I've never heard. of this. this is some sort of sorcery.
4: Well, hey, I consider myself a citizen legislature. But anyway, I, I've 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 done it. I've worked. I've gotten bills passed. Uh, I for the, for the association uh, prior the, the towing for non consensual is regulated like a public uh, like a uh, public utility and prior the department of public utilities would take our rate increase request and they could sit on it forever so through the legislative process we got a bill passed that now they have to act on it within 12 months yeah and i led that with with my other people on the on the legislative committee and that's what it is it's about educating you can't go in and berate my opponent he, all he's been trying to do is you know Say I'm an evil Republican and I'm an evil businessman. How can you get anything done if you can't get in the room and discuss? Yeah. Well, You know, we need to go back to the days of Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan where they, where they discuss issues. Politicians should be there, the voice for the people, and, and be, bring reason to the table. And that's one of the reasons why I said it's time to bring balance to Beacon Hill. I think I can bring a different discussion, a different perspective as a business owner. One of the other
0: things that, that Eric Lesser was pretty hot on, and even even the governor, I think, has been has kind of changed his perspective on this, is the, the whole question of East-West Rail. From, uh, from Boston to Springfield, a lot of people in, in support of that. Uh, what's, what's your take on that?
4: The West-East Rail, um, my opponents been beat me up on that because I ask questions. I, I Again, I consider myself a citizen legislator, but being an elected official, you need to ask questions. So let's start with with the rail. Name me one mass transit system that does not need government money to be bailed out. That's number one. Right. Number two, this is being labeled as a high-speed rail. Now they're supposed to start in Pittsfield, go to Springfield, go to Palmer, and now if we understand there's two or three communities lobbying between Palmer and Boston to have stops before it goes to Boston. If we have all these stops, how does that equate to a high-speed rail? That's number one. Number two, the last or number three, the last study from what I understand was from five years ago. Right. A lot of things have changed in the last five years with people working from home and all the all the virtual meetings going on. So it's like how is that gonna resonate? You know, is is the West East Rail or the East West Rail going to allow people from the West to go out to Boston to get jobs? Or is it gonna allow people from the east to come out to the west? And buy our cheaper real estate, and further impact our housing shortage. My opponent has has vilified me for asking these questions. You know, I, I've looked at at my opponent's votes. He's he was a state rep. He said it was his dream job when he got elected. You know, probably not even two years ago. Right. He has done 286 votes. Out of that 286 votes, 285 have been in line with Boston leadership. How is that representing Western Mass? How is that standing on his own and asking questions? Every time there was a vote, and they do House rules on how it goes through, every t- every vote that allowed more transparency, yep. more time for the reps to study the bills, he voted against. I guess in his eyes, he doesn't need more time to read the damn bill when he just he just does what he's told anyway. So me asking questions, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not against the, the, the West Israel, but I have a lot of questions. Fair
0: enough.
1: Bill- All right, hey, uh, we're running out of time. But uh, as me, as a marketing expert, uh, I, I I I dealt with a, a Ford warranty rep whose last name was Johnson, first name was Tremendous. I really think <laughs> that you know maybe if you want to you know up the uh, up the uh, the ante here, you you call yourself Bill Tremendous Johnson, pushing his way to the finish
4: line there on election go. day. W- well, I got to add to yeah, that. Yeah. I was driving out to Boston for a meeting on Wednesday actually to the Auto Damage Appraised licensing Board meeting, and I turned on the radio... And I hear Bill Johnson. I goes, oh, the guys are talking about yeah, me. But yeah, well, you were talking yeah. about the Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre <laughs> yeah. with the Bill Johnson that couldn't yeah. get the chainsaw over his not. head yeah. with Bob, I forget uh, the guy's last name. Yeah,
0: but this Bill Johnson can hold two chainsaws yeah, yeah, over, yeah. His yeah. Yeah. over his yeah. head. So it's powerful. Like,
4: I just want to make make everybody clear. Yeah. I'm not that Bill Johnson. <laughs> I've lived all my life in Western Mass. I, 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 I don't know
1: I, what you expected coming in here talking to a guy who tells dick jokes. <laughs> and, what, what kind of interview you thought this was going to
2: be? And, Hey. <laughs>
0: yeah. It all works out, Bill. It's good to see you. Best of luck. Hey, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate it. You bet. It's nine oh one with Bax and Nagel and Bill Johnson. of rock one oh two. New England Patriots.